Catholic Stars. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Mahoney will call it out. Gets the snap. He's looking to throw. Pressure coming. He'll step up, and he'll throw it late. He's got a man wide open. Greaser is by himself at the 45, at the 50, at the 40, at the 30, at the 20. He picks up a block, and that's going to be a touchdown. 80 yards on the first play from scrimmage. Kearney Catholic faces a key district matchup on the road tonight as they face once-beaten Broken Bow. It's the Stars and the Indians coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Mark Russell Field in Broken Bow with Power 99's Randy Bushcutter and Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to the Gateway to the Sandhills. We're up here in Broken Bow as the Indians playing host to Kearney Catholic. The Stars, a perfect 4-0 on the season, number three, 5-0 on the season, number three in the state. And they're taking on a very good football team here in Broken Bow. And in a lot of ways here, Doug Duda, they look a lot like each other because both of these two teams, their strength is on the offensive and defensive lines. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It should be a physical football game for Broken Bow. They want to establish the run, and you'll hear Carly Wells talk about that in the pregame. I thought one of the interesting things that I talked about with uh, Coach Rashawn Harvey was about the run game. I was looking at the stats, and Brett Mahoney's only averaging 10 completions per football game. Very efficient, yeah, but way fewer. And we know the Stars like to do a little screen play, a little down the line of scrimmage, a lot of dump-off passes. But they are not doing as much of that this year. They are running the football a lot more, and that is showing with Riley Greaser. Kind of on the other side, though, Brett runs the ball, but Riley hasn't had, and we'll talk with Rashad about that, hasn't had a whole lot of depth behind him as we've seen over the years for whoever the running back is. Yeah, they have been a little bit short-staffed there, but again, they've run the ball very well with the quarterback. There's been a lot of times they've called the running uh, passing play, but Mahoney doesn't find it, and he's a pretty good weapon when he does run with the ball. Yeah, no doubt about it. And then you take a look at what you uh, see on the uh, defensive side of the ball, and maybe Carney Catholics had a little more success. I know one of the areas of concern for Broken Bow is how to cover the whole field. You think with all these wrestlers and all these great athletes and being physical that they could tackle, uh, and they can tackle. But there are a couple of aspects in listening to the coaches that they still are hoping to work on here. Well, and, and that one of the things that Carney Catholic likes to do is they like to spread things out. Yeah, they want to run the football. Really, the, the, the bread and butter for Carney Catholic is running the ball. People kind of forget side of that. But what they do is they spread it out and they go, okay, we have the advantage over here or we have the advantage over there. And then, again, one of the things I love about Coach Harvey and his play calling is if something works, you're going to see it time and time again until you find a way to stop it. Yeah, the funny thing is when you talk to Coach Carly Wells, he gives you the starting lineup and there is no wide receiver. There are ends, there are full house backfields, they'll put three backs in the backfield, they'll use their quarterback, so it definitely looks different when they come up in their offensive set. And I talked with Coach Harvey about it. I mean, Carly Wells played at Broken Bow, but most of his coaching before he came here was in the eight-man ranks, Mm -hmm. and that's 
what you kind of see him developing here just with a, three more guys on the field as blockers on that line. Well, it is three yards and a cloud of dust, and there might be a little bit of mud out there because it's rained here in Broken Bow. It is a softer field at the moment, and uh, the, the throwing aspect, you'd say Carney Catholic would have the advantage, but the field is just a little bit wet out there. That, that could be an impact here in the throwing game. Yeah, and it is uh, misting here in yeah. Broken Bow right now. It wasn't doing much until we got about two miles outside of town, and it is misting. It shouldn't be uh, it's not like they're going to be playing in a blinding rainstorm, no. and we shouldn't get that uh, either. But we're looking for some really good football here tonight. And the key is, uh, can can Broken Bow slow Carney Catholic down a little bit? And Carney Catholic, the last time they played a power team, turned it over three times, 14-7 St. Paul. Yeah. Well, we're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll talk with the two head coaches. We'll begin with Rashawn Harvey from the Stars right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. It's Thursday night football here on Power 99 from Broken Bow as the Carney Catholic Stars try to stay undefeated and they will have a challenge tonight from the Indians and head coach Rashawn Harvey joins us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. And coach, uh, congratulations, you made it through homecoming. Yes, our young men, uh, they, they weathered the homecoming storm. They, they did a great job with it and handled the distraction, positive distraction. They had fun homecoming and, and they went out and executed in the game. So we're excited about uh, how they were just able to handle everything throughout the week, have fun, and go out and win a game and make, make homecoming even better. Well, and Minden helped you out, or you made Minden help you out. Six turnovers in this football game. Uh, that is a big, big part of uh, getting a, a nice win. Yeah, our defense, uh, our defense played well. They, they you know, forced some turnovers, and, you know, Minden, you know, hurt themselves with some um, turnovers and just not handling the ball well, which we were able to capitalize on and gave us a short field a few times in the game, uh, which helped our offense. But our defense definitely um, played a part in, in enforcing a lot of turnovers. We hear about it a little bit more at the college level and definitely in the pro level. Yes, you want to win the turnover battle, but the things they practice at the high school level with your stars, is there practicing of stripping the ball, what you want to do in interception situations and on special teams? Uh, yeah, for you know, at least once a week um, uh, when we have defense, we work on um, you know our, our tackling circuit and uh, we'll work on stripping the ball out and high-pointing balls as a, not just as a receiver, but as a defensive back. You know, in that game, Carson Murphy uh, did a great job breaking on a ball, high-pointing the ball out, jumping the men and receiver to get an interception. So, uh, yeah, we work on those things. We work on, you know, sudden change. We, you know, sudden change, a lot of times we want to go for a big shot, you know, just like you see at every level. And we were able to do that on, a, I believe, the opening kickoff of the second half. They fumbled. We recovered first place, scored. So, yeah, we, we make a, a point to work on that each week. 
All right, it is a Thursday game. What has to get put on the back burner that you would normally do, and and how do you change uh, what you do this week? You know, it's the first time we've had a Thursday game since, um, man, since they had the playoffs on Thursday night, I believe. So, you know, we had to go back and kind of look how we handled that in the past. And, you know, we, we had to, you know, you got to give up, you know, a little bit of something. And we didn't want to give up a JV game uh, that we had scheduled Monday night uh, versus Holdridge because our young men need that experience, need those reps. Uh, so we had to forego a few things that uh, we do in practice and, and focus on. Um, the primary things, the most important or urgent things, and that was uh, mainly, you know, playing assignment football. Where you know we got another week where we're playing a team that runs a different variation or style of option football. So we gave up a little bit of offense this week to focus on defense. Let's talk a little bit about your running game. At this time last year, it's when you kind of figured out what you wanted to do. Uh, this year, you haven't had to do that, but Riley has definitely carried the ball the majority of the time. You really haven't done much. Uh, without him, I mean, Brett, yes, obviously, with what he has to do. What about your depth at running back behind Riley? Yeah, we've got a couple guys that can um, um, play running back. We just focus on Riley getting more reps on offense uh, than defense. You know, Riley will start the game on defense, but he's usually out after Series 2 on defense. Uh, but uh, Logan Rogash and um, um, Krishner can also fill in that running back. And Ty Redinger, so we've, all, we've had those guys get a few carries here and there. You know, we've got those guys playing their carries in our JV game. So when we need them to step in, uh, maybe give Riley a bigger break, uh, they're ready to do that. Brett Mahoney's been very efficient as far as completions, turning him into touchdowns. When I looked at the stats getting ready for this game, I was surprised at the number of completions and attempts. Are you surprised that you haven't put the ball in the air a little bit more because uh, I know not from the standpoint that that's what everybody thinks you do, but even just little short passes, uh, 50 of 79, that's only 10 completions a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we, we rely on our run game, and we, we believe in our offensive line, and so we're actually utilizing the, the run a lot more to set up our passing game. And our, our front five, you know, front six, we get one guy back this week, uh, but our front, front line has done a great job of uh, running the ball, uh, I think we're we're kind of elite and proficient at every run play we have uh, in the playbook. You know, when you've got offensive linemen, you know, coming over, you know, to the sideline, say, "Coach, we need to run this play, need to run this play," and they believe in themselves, and we believe in them. So that forces us to be more uh, selective in our passing game, and, and I think we've been more efficient in our passing game because of that. All right, let's talk about Broken Bow. Obviously, Carly Wells loves the game of football, as you do, and has coached at a variety of levels. Looks like they just like to line up and run the football, almost using his eight-man roots. Uh, would you say that's true? I would say so. You know, they want they want to go three yards in a cloud of dust. They're going to use every aspect of the clock on every down. And so they play what we call keep-away ball. You know, if they can control the clock, they can control the game. You know, they want to ground and pound. Um, and they want to get behind their defense, play good defense. And though they're very efficient offensively, they do a great job of running their their option-style attack. This is a really good football team. Uh, As we talked with Coach Wells, I mean, they had a chance against Ord. They just didn't get in in the red zone. Are you seeing anything there that that you might be beneficial should they get into the red zone multiple times? Yeah, we we just got to be able to play Simon football. You know, when you're playing Broken Bow, in our staff's opinion, you know, if, if you can play a good assignment football against them, 
uh, that's going to, you know, kind of take away some of the things that they want to do. I think they rely on you not playing assignment football in some some aspects of their their option game because they'll go midline and they'll go veer uh, also. And if they want you to kind of, in a sense, I think guess on which one they're going at. Uh, so uh, we've got some things that we need to do with their tight ends. Uh, we got to we got to control those guys. We got to stop them. Uh, from getting down blocks and getting onto our linebackers. and They do a great job of that. And I think Orr did a pretty good job of not allowing those tight ends uh, to get to the second level because their linebackers were able to handle that dive and uh, guys were able to get to, you know, their progression to dive to quarterback to pitch. Still got Adam Central and Kozad, but would you say going into the game, this is probably the most physical team you'll face? Uh, I think between um, Broken Bow and probably St. Paul, probably be the most the two most physical teams that that we faced. And I think I'm, I'm thankful that we've had that St. Paul game because that was a physical football game. So our young men um, know what they're getting into. I don't think that's going to deter us at all. You know, being able to be successful against St. Paul, I think that's a plus for us. And then we, you know, we faced a different option attack. You know, they went to the bone that game. We didn't even know they were going to run the bone uh, that game. But our young men were able to overcome, you know, improvise, adapt, overcome that situation. So we expect the same thing from them tonight. All right, Coach, uh, we wish you the best of luck and uh, see if we can get that uh, next win here on a Thursday. Best of luck. Thanks for the time. Thank you, and we appreciate you covering the stars. That's Rashad Harvey, the head football coach at Kearney Catholic. We'll be back and talk with Broken Bow's Carly Wells right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Thursday night football in beautiful Broken Bow and Mark Russell Field as the Indians get ready to take on undefeated Carney Catholic in a huge district contest and the Indians head coach Carly Wells joins us and coach uh, congratulations on a nice season here so far. Uh, you've played some pretty darn good football and uh, we can talk about it here a little bit. I know that uh, this is a fairly tough district with yourself and Kozad and Carney Catholic and others. What were the expectations uh, coming into this fall as you continue to grow this program? Well, we thought we'd have a pretty decent team. Uh, felt like our strength was uh, our offensive and defensive lines up front. And, you know, they've kind of lived up to our, our expectations. And, and we thought we could compete with most teams. And, and they've done that this year. And they've done a good job, all of our kids. You got a good finish to the end of last year, and as we know, Broken Bow had kind of struggled there for a while. You didn't get off to a great start last year. Did something click, or what was it in 2020 that got you turned in the right direction? Well, you know, uh, uh, 2020 was kind of a, a weird year with the COVID and stuff and all the restrictions, and and uh, 
uh, you know, it just took us a while to get going. We missed before our first game of the year, we missed like a week and a half of practice. We had kids out, you know, with COVID and all that. And, and it just took us a while to get things figured out. And I could just see the growth as a, as a season progressed that we just kept getting better and better each week. And, and then it kind of started clicking at the end of last year. And, and uh, now we're here this year and, and the kids have uh, really progressed and, and they keep learning. They keep uh, trying to improve every week. So it's been a good. It's been good. Broken Bill head coach Carly Wells with us here on Power ninety nine. It's no secret. Doesn't matter the sport. Doesn't matter if it's mom or dad. If you've got uh, coaches' kids on the teams, that usually seems to help out. And you've got three. Sai is a senior. Connor's a junior. And and you've also got Cal in there as a freshman. Uh, talk about having them uh, be a part of this football team and and how it helps things out. Uh, it's great. You know, they've grown up around football uh, their whole lives. They've been on the sidelines since they were in second, third, fourth grade, you know, uh, and they they kind of understand football, understand the game and what we're trying to do. So they're they're good to have. Uh, uh, they're smart kids on the field. They're football smart. So uh, and, you know, when your dad's a football coach, you expect him to be tough and and play hard. So. Uh, it's, it's enjoyable, you know, but, you know, uh, being the coach's son's not always the greatest thing. Cause, uh, <laughs> there's higher expectations, you know, in that sense. And, and, uh, dad probably comes down on them a little harder than other kids. So, but it's been good. I've enjoyed every bit of it coaching them. So, uh, it's like all the kids. Well, and what you'd like to do uh, throughout your career is run the football. And that's exactly what you guys are doing. Only 31 pass attempts. Uh, through the first five games of the season. Uh, talk about, for the folks that will see your offense, uh, Carney Catholics is a little different in what they do, and what you do is a little different as well. Yeah, we we like to run the ball. Uh, I think it fits our kids, too, this year and what we do. We like to try to run option, uh, uh, power football. Uh, and, you know, and that's what uh, I think that's what fits our kids. And, and it's good, and it's been good to us so far this year. We, we've done a good job moving the ball. Even in our loss, we, you know, we ran the ball really well there. We just didn't get in the end zone. Uh, I think our loss, we were inside the ten four times and didn't didn't get in. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we got we hopefully corrected that. You know, and Carney Catholic, they like to spread you out and and count numbers and see if they can outnumber you on the edge or in the middle, and and uh, that's kind of their game, and and they're they're really good at what they do, and. And uh, they have some good athletes. Their running back's a good athlete. Their quarterback, he's pretty good. They have a couple really good linemen. So we'll have our hands full, but uh, I think our kids can compete. And, and uh, we'll go out there and, and uh, play hard. And we're talking with Broken Bow head coach Carly Wells. Uh, Carney Catholic, we knew coming in, was going to have a good line. You have to have a decent line to be able to run the football and play defense the way you do. Uh, where do you see that matchup? Uh, you know, I think we've watched film and, I think there's some matchups that are going to give us some fits on on uh, offensive side, but then I think we have some places where uh, we might uh, be a little stronger. Uh, and then defensively, uh, you know, like I said, they try to spread you out. So and we have some big guys up front that are really going to have to be technique sound just because they spread you out and put you pretty thin that uh, uh, you can't get out of position uh, in their type of offense. So, It'll be a challenge for our kids, but uh, I think we got a good game plan, and I think our kids will play hard and give great effort.
As you referenced the one loss, of course, that's to the defending state champions from Ord. I'm interested to see what you learned about your defense from that game and what you do work on not being able to punch it in there in the red zone. Well, you know, uh, in that game there, and Ord's kind of similar. They'll try to uh, they give you formation, try to get, get you uh, out of position. And, and what they did really well, their kids blocked really well that game and and uh, they really played great technique. Uh, for us, you know, uh, we just missed a couple blocks here or there. We didn't recognize what they were doing. Our heads weren't up uh, up front. And and uh, we just feel if we get our eyes up and, and see what's coming. And, and uh, uh, you know, if we do that, then we think we can get the, get the blocks up front. You've obviously got a couple of big games ahead, and I know it's one week at a time here, but I'm sure yeah. playoffs have come into the talk here for a broken bow, and it's been a while. Yep, it's been a while. Uh, you know, we did, like you said, we take, try to take one game at a time. This week it's Kearney Catholic, and then next week it's Holdridge. And, and overall, our district, we're in our district games now, and, and uh, our district has done pretty well uh, so far this year and in what they're doing. So, our next, uh, all the rest of our games, are gonna, we're going to have to be on point. We're going to have to play well to win them. So, uh, you know, just tough district. And, and you know, we got to get through these and we got to get some wins. And, and hopefully uh, if we can do that, we can get in the playoffs. And Carly, curious, I just want to know uh, on the record what it's been like so far coaching back at the alma mater. Uh, it's been great. So, uh, you know, it's been a long time uh, since I've been uh, – I was gone for a long time, uh, so a lot of these kids, you know, I don't, I don't even know some of their parents. So a few I do. So, but it's been good. Uh, uh, people here are great. Uh, you know, they all, uh, our kids really want to work hard, and they've really dove into the weight room in the summer and done the things we asked. So uh, I can say it's, everything's been a positive experience here, and, and uh, I really enjoy uh, coaching. Well, Carly, thanks for the time. We're looking forward to a great football game here tonight, and thanks for hosting us. So best of luck the rest of the way. You bet. Thanks for your coverage. That's Carly Wells, head football coach of the Broken Bow Indians, and we'll be back to Mark Russell Field to take a look at the starting lineups and get you ready for some Thursday night district football right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. And we're back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter from Mark Russell Field here in Broken Bow. 
as the Stars and Indians get ready to battle in a uh, big-time district matchup, and there's still big games on the horizon. This is really a, a stretch for Kearney Catholic with Broken Bow, Adams Central, and Kozad uh, still on the schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the big ones really are the ones within your district because you go undefeated there, you get the district title, you're guaranteed a spot. But also, Kearney Catholic can move up in those wild-card points as well if they can pick up some wins because all, all those teams are going to be worth some good wild-card points because they're all outstanding squads. No doubt about it. And let's take a look at the starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Stars, along the offensive line, number 53, 6'3", 225-pound senior, Gavin, Gavin Drumheller. Number 62, 6'4", 215-pound senior, Corin Conrad. Number 63, 6'4", 225-pound senior, Dylan Mers. Number 70, 5'11", 185-pound junior, Grant Drumheller. And number 75, 6'3", 250-pound senior, Jake Masker. Your wideouts are number four, six three, hundred eighty-five pound senior Garrett Schmatterer. Number six, six foot, hundred ninety-five pound senior Aaron O'Brien. Number seven, six foot, one hundred ninety pound senior Jaden Sire. And number eighteen, six foot, one hundred seventy-five pound senior Max McBride. The running back for the Stars is number 15, 6'1", 175-pound senior Riley Greaser. And the quarterback, 6'4", 215-pound senior Brett Mahoney. The head coach is Rashawn Harvey, assisted by Dave Colley, Mike Pacheco, Rick Moses, Jesse Spangler, Ozzy Rodriguez, Matt Johnson, Paul Brungart, and Lance Fox. They are 5-0 and and did move up to number 2 in the Omaha World Herald after Pierce's loss to Boone Central last week. But, Randy, I know there's a lot of people that believe Pierce and Boone Central still deserve to be number two and three in the state, and we'll see what happens with Ashland Greenwood, who is the new number one. Well, and you, you can't argue with that in terms of Pierce being there because over the last several years they've been in the in the – right there at the at the end and Carney Catholic hasn't quite been able to get over that hump here over the last few years but again this is the best offensive and defensive line the Stars have had probably since the last time they played at Memorial Stadium and we will have to see uh, I, I could agree with those people in northeast Nebraska on this one uh, for a little while if Carney Catholic was four five six that's probably about what their record says that they should be this year, even though they were a, a play away from the state finals last year. Yeah, and they're, and they're going to be a tough out, no question about it, because they do things different than a lot of those Northeast Nebraska schools see. I mean, there are a lot of power football out there. Carney Catholic does things just a little bit different, which does give them a little bit of a leg up. Now let's take a look at the starting lineup for the Indians of Broken Bow. The center is number 55, 5'10", 210-pound junior Hagen Campbell. The guards are number 52, 6'2", 205-pound freshman Cal Wells, and number 63, 6'2", 240-pound senior Kiefer Anderson. The tackles are number 50, 6'2", 280-pound senior Tyler Thomas, and number 51, 5'11", 265-pound senior Sawyer Bum Garner. We'll take a look at the rest of the starting lineup for the Broken Bow Indians right after this. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Platte Valley Auto Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto Lexington Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet Buick Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or Heartland Chevrolet or stop by and see us, Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. 
It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. And now that we are back here for high school football with you on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, let's continue the starting lineups as we took a look at the offensive line for Broken Bow. Here's how things look at the ends. Number 83, 6'3", 180-pound senior Keegan Baxter. And number 87, 6'3", 170-pound junior Zach Gaffney. They go with that full house backfield. The fullbacks are number 22, 5'11", 180-pound senior Ashton Schweitzer. And number 45, 5'10", 150-pound junior Connor Wells. The I-back, number 21, 5'7", 155-pound senior Cyrus Wells. And the quarterback, number 15, 5'11", 170-pound senior Austin Harvey. The head coach of the Indians is Carly Wells, assisted by Ryan Watovic, Eric Ramsey, Mark Shaw, Brandon Meyer, and Alex Horky. Broken Bow comes in with a record of 4-1, and one, their only loss to defending C2 state champion Ord. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Randy, the injury situation getting better for the Stars. Yeah, they are going to have all hands on deck here for uh, the, the regulars uh, on that offensive and defensive line as they've been able to kind of uh, heal up through the course of the year. And they've been able to kind of, uh, that's that's a huge advantage for them because uh, th- that has allowed guys like uh, Hoagland and those guys to kind of develop a little bit more experience because they had to step up when you had guys injured. And through the course of the year, that you're going to need that kind of depth because you've got to rest those big guys up front because a lot of those guys will play both ways. And finally, the Stars are pretty much healthy right up front. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. We will be ready for high school football momentarily as Carney Catholic in the white uniforms with the green pants and gold helmets. It's all red for Broken Bow with black numerals and white helmets. We'll be ready to get things going. And just a couple of kids on the sideline here for this Broken Bow Indian team, including senior Reese Kank, a 6'3", 200-pound senior. As you can see, the big uh, wrap and cast on his right wrist and hand. Our injury report, as Randy said, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. It's Broken Bow, Carney Catholic, Thursday night football coming your way next here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Wood River, Gibbon, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Mark Russell Field as we are ready for high school football between Carney Catholic and Broken Bow. Broken Bow has elected to take the football here to get things underway. Well, it's obvious that Carney uh, Catholic did not win the toss because if they win it, they always want to have the football first. And Max McBride is all set and ready to kick this one off. A little bit of a breeze will be in McBride's face here. It's a chillier evening. And as Doug mentioned earlier, a little bit of mist going in the air uh, earlier before kickoff. And it is kind of straightened out. And it feels like great football weather here at Mark Russell Field. So the Stars ready to tee things up here with the uh, Indians. And McBride has it teed up. The whistle's blown, and we are underway as the ball is going to be a high and relatively short kick. Going to be picked up at about the uh, 12-yard line here for the Indians, and really no room to run at all there for Broken Bow. And uh, just trying to find just a little bit of room to run and not finding much of it is going to be Quinton Coble, the 150-pound senior, is going to set up shop here for the Indians at about the 21-yard line. So first and 10, we'll actually call it the uh, 22. Corn Conrad in on the tackle on special teams, and he's going to anchor that big defensive line too. So we'll see what they do here. They actually are going to split out a wide receiver here on the right side and a couple of uh, wide receivers on the left. Eye formation right up the middle, and the first handoff right through there for Connor Wells. Wells, not much room to run there at all as it's going to be stood up, but that's going to be a gain of about two. Not quite on schedule here for Broken Bow, but you can see what they want to do. Yeah, it's going to be uh, one of those where you just have to keep an eye and do your assignments. That's going to be the big key to this football game, Randy. All right, so here we go with second and seven from the 25-yard line. And again, Broken Bow is not going to be in a hurry. That's going to be another aspect, and Coach Harvey talked about that as well, as they're going to wait for that countdown to go before asking for the football here will be Austin Harvey. Harvey out of that I formation will hand it off to the second guy through, and that's going to be Cyrus Wells. Wells will follow his uh, brother up through the hole there. He's going to gain a couple of yards, and he'll be out to about the 26-yard line and is going to set up now third and very manageable here, third and less than three. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on this too, Randy. That was Schweitzer on the carry. The word was Cyrus Wells was banged up this week, and we were not sure if he was going to go in the football game tonight. Again, there is Cyrus, there is Connor, there is Schweitzer. They've got a whole bunch of guys that they will use in the backfield. And all very balanced. There's a lot of guys here that have run for somewhere between 211 and 425 yards on the season. Movement up front, that's going to cost them five yards for Broken Bow as that right tackle Thought it was on uh, one, and they apparently everybody else thought it was on two, and that's going to cost them five yards. And those are the sorts of things that the Indians really cannot handle very well because they do like to do three yards on a cloud of dust. It's harder for them to break off those runs of six and seven yards. And not that Austin Harvey can't throw the football, but it's always a lot tougher when the other team knows that you're put in a situation like this. Well, the Indians as a team averaged 60 yards a game throwing the football. He's only put the ball in the air 31 times on the season. They'll go I formation, look like movement, and, yeah, they're going to blow the whistle a little bit late, and that's going to be another five yards, but this time it's going to be the other tackle. So both tackles have committed the violation here for the Indians, and our second straight illegal procedure penalty is really going to spell a little bit of doom here for the Indians on their first possession. Well, Carney Catholic uh, on the right side defensively twitched a little bit, and that got the left tackle or left guard to, to move for Broken Bow. 
So Carney Catholic maybe helped their own cause, but now, as you said, Randy, backs them up the third and 12 instead of the third and two, and they were going to go quick count because that's why the right side jumped that first time. Well, Max McBride, I think, was in the middle of starting a stunt there or at least uh, feigning the stunt, and that's what caused that jump. So it's going to be now third and 12 here for the Indians. They're going to go full house backfield, and everybody is behind Harvey here, and they're going to run a little cross buck out there, and they're just going to go right up the middle and not much room to run at all for that uh, trail running back there, Austin Schweitzer. And Schweitzer is going to gain maybe about three, and it's going to be fourth and nine here for the Indians on their first possession. Well, get a nice job down there by Corin Conrad along with uh, Carney Catholic's Jaden Sire on the tackle. So punt formation here for the Indians. Back deep for the Stars will be Jaden Sire. Sire will be standing at about his own 40-yard line. And so a three and out thanks to a couple of penalties. High snap for the punter, and it's going to be an end-over-end kick that's going to bounce at the 40. Sire will pick it up, and he'll follow a couple of blockers, go right up the middle, make one-man miss, and slide forward to about the 45-yard line. So just short of midfield will be the Stars in their first possession. And so far this uh, field position game, very early on, is advantage Carney Catholic because they're nearing midfield before they even snap the football for the first time. Well, that actually was a 40-yard punt, a return of about 11 yards on the play. So uh, Carney Catholic, as you said, uh, on the near hash as they move from our right to left, broken bow from left to right on the radio dial here to get things underway. Scoreless, we're just underway, Carney Catholic, with their first possession. Not much hang time on that punt. That's one reason why Sire had the opportunity to get a little bit of a return. So Mahoney will call it out. Greaser will be to his left. He's got two wide outs to that right side, and looking that way is Mahoney. Pressure comes. They pick up the pressure. He's going to lob it out on that right side. Defender fell down, but it's going to be too far to the right here for Jaden Sire, and it will fall incomplete. Stars really went for a big play. That was going to be a 30-yarder if Sire was able to reel it in. Well, Mahoney, as he got back there in the pocket, wasn't able to follow through with his arm there, Randy. He got his lineman shoved back into him, and that lofted the ball out there. Yeah, that uh, pocket collapsed. But the Stars don't get sacked. At least uh, it's not a negative play here. It'll be second and ten following the incompletion. And, again, they're going to put a guy in the slot to the right, and out to that right wing is going to be Schmoderer. Mahoney will call it out. And he's going to follow Greaser on this right side. He's going to tuck it up, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and the Indians are going to stack him up, and that's going to be a gain of about a yard and a half, and that is it. There was no room to run there at all for the quarterback, Brett Mahoney. Connor Wells hit on the tackle. He shot the gap that time, and he made contact with him right at the line of scrimmage. Mahoney able to just kind of squeak his way through for two. And uh, kind of lean forward. At least he fell forward as he was being tackled. So it'll set up now third and eight. We're short of midfield at the 47-yard line. Two wide outs. Ball's right in the middle of the field. Two wide outs to the left, one to the right. Greaser will be behind Mahoney. Mahoney looking to throw. Will step up. This time it's going to be nearly intercepted and incomplete. Trying to get it to Garrett Schmoderer and nearly coming away with a pick is Caden McKean. And that will fall incomplete. And the Stars, they're also going to have a three and out. Our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success, and I say that because Mahoney slipped on the throw. His back foot gave out, and as we said, the rain, it is a little slick, something they have to deal with. and They're bringing pressure on the punt. And McBride is able to get it off, and he'll kick it to that right side, and it may have hit an Indian. It is going to be downed at the 20-yard line. The officials are indicating that it is Carney Catholic ball. 
And that's what Carney Catholic's saying. Well, the indication has not come from the official yet, and there it is. First turnover of the game is going to be officially a muff on the Indians, and that was on one of the, uh, the guys trying to do the blocking, and he did not know where the ball was, and that's just a lucky break here for Carney Catholic. So Carney Catholic with a 33-yard punt now gets it at the 20-yard line. They're in the red zone. Yeah, that did not take long at all, so a little bit of a break here for Carney Catholic. We'll see if they are able to cash in on it. Here on first and 10 from the 20. Drive will continue because of the muff, and they're going to split out four guys on this left side. They're going to get in that diamond formation now. Don't Greaser, get to see the bubble very often, Randy. Yeah, they're going to have Greaser right behind the running back, the quarterback, and he's going to run and spin as he'll get forward, and he'll gain about five yards. So you go power football after you line up four guys clear to the left. And that's what they do. Uh, that's what Carney Catholics talked about. It doesn't matter where the four guys or the three guys are. They're just looking for that advantage and uh, trying to get more guys out of that linebacker, out of that secondary, so that if Greaser can get through that big line of scrimmage, he might be able to have a huge run. You can't put eight in the box if you got four receivers on one side. And if you do, well, that would be advantage Carney Catholic too. So second and five after the effective running play here. And they're going to run that jet sweep, give it to Smodder. Smodder is going to cut back against the grain, and he'll bring it inside the 15-yard line. So that's going to be a gain of a couple, and it's going to set up now third and manageable. Going to be third and about a yard and a half here for the Stars. Nice little cut back against the grain there by Schmoder. And a good job there by Broken Bow. They stayed home. They made the tackle. Good job on the lines. That Gaffney, I believe it was, was among those in there. A gain of about a yard, a yard and a half. Well, the sticks guy moved down, and I thought that he was going to stay where he went, and he did not. So it's going to be third and four, as you said, Doug. And Greaser will be behind Mahoney here. Third and four. Mahoney looking to pass, has time, and he's going to get it out, and Greaser's going to be knocked down immediately. Well, a coach's kid made a play. Out on that wing there is Connor Wells, and Wells came from his linebacker position and knew exactly where Greaser was. If you don't get in the way of the Wells boys, who are among the great wrestlers here at Broken Bow, that's what's going to happen. And so do they decide to bring McBride in for a field goal attempt? Because it's going to be fourth and ten. That's a loss of five on the play. Yeah, that is a full ten yards here as well. Six and a half to go. A little bit of wind would be in the face, but that would be a 37-yard kick, certainly within McBride's range. But and maybe deciding. the field conditions, maybe it's a little slick out there on the footing, so they're going to go for it. So it'll be fourth and ten. Stars will go for it here. And Mahoney looks at his wristband. Remember, they got in the red zone because of the muff. And so they're going to fake the handoff. Pressure coming. Mc Mahoney will throw it. He's got a man, but is not able to make the connection, and it will fall incomplete. Aaron O'Brien down there in the end zone was open, but Mahoney was under pressure immediately. He had to get away. It looked like he was going to get sacked and then threw it towards the end zone, which you have to do on fourth down. You cannot take the sack and just overshot O'Brien. So the Stars do nothing with the uh, muffed punt, and it will remain scoreless with 6.02 to go here in the first quarter. Mahoney was able to step into the throw, but he couldn't collect himself and really kind of get his bearings because of that pressure coming right up the middle. So... The Stars really do not move the ball at all after they get the muff at the 20-yard line. So no harm, no foul here for the Indians as they're going to go with that tight formation. And they're going to hand the ball off to the last guy coming through. And just going right up the middle is going to be Schweitzer. And uh, Schweitzer is going to gain about two yards, make it three as they stretch things out. And again, that's, uh, well, again, they keep stretching it. That's gain of four on the play. They put three up there on the scoreboard, but I'd say that's closer to four. Yeah, the ball almost touching the 25-yard uh, line. So 
A lot of running, no first downs yet in this football game for either team. And we've chewed the clock down to under five and a half to go in a scoreless first quarter. And again, that tight formation, Swizer will be the back guy. And they'll hand the ball off to him. Some contact for Carney Catholic behind the line of scrimmage. But again, with those lead blockers up there, even though a good open field tackle there for O'Brien, he's able to get back to the line of scrimmage and has... Well, maybe not quite. The loss of maybe a half yard on the play, and it's going to set up now third and about four and a half. Well, and this is where you have to be careful because they're going to suck you in, and the defense gets tighter and tighter, and the linebackers are crashing in there, and then all of a sudden Austin Harvey will step back and let one fly. I think uh, Coach Wells would love to get one or two first downs before this happens, though. They will split out on an island on this right side, Caden McKean. And they're actually looking in this direction. They throw it to the tight end underneath. And coming off his guy is Carson Murphy. And Murphy, nice read there as he had safety picking up his receiver. And it's going to be short of the first down. A gain of about two and a half, three. And you got a good long yard here for the Indians. And we'll see whether or not they roll the dice here at their own 24-yard line. Pretty good spot there for Gaffney who drug across. And now Cardi Catholic's got to be careful of the hard count. Make it the 29. It'll be fourth and one. 4.14 to go here in quarter number one. Both teams looking for their first first down of the game, and they're going to go for it, are the Indians. And they're going to hand the ball right up the middle. And rolling over the top of that first tackler is Connor Wells, and the fullback will get more than enough for the first down. He'll gain about two. Only needed one, and that's more than enough to get the first first down of the game here for either team. First first down, and they had a full house backfield, plus your quarterback, Austin Harvey, back there. And that's uh, just too many guys to try and stuff when they bring everybody full student body right side. Well, again, Coach Wells is very comfortable doing that and putting all of his players in a phone booth and just throwing that phone booth at you if you only need to gain about one yard. So, again, they'll go with more of a traditional eye formation here. Wells will be the running back. Looking to throw the ball here is going to be Harvey. Harvey's going to lob the ball out on this right side, and it is going to be incomplete. Good coverage by Carson Murphy. Uh, The closest uh, Indian to the football was the end, Keegan Baxter, but that was just get rid of the football because there wasn't anybody open. Yeah, and that kind of shows you right there the passing game, not probably going to be a big threat in the football game for a broken bow. Their timing has to be right, and Carney Catholic uh, didn't, didn't blitz that time on a run blitz. They stayed back, and uh, the ball fake wasn't anything to really make them consider bringing a linebacker in. They're only going to throw it often enough to keep you honest. High formation, and they're going to run that little zone read, and right up the middle, that first fullback coming through there, Connor Wells, he gets the ball from Harvey, and Harvey will bring it, uh, the hell hand it off, and they'll get to the 40-yard line. So that's going to be a gain of about seven, and it's going to set up third and manageable here, third and three. Looked like that might have been Sire again over there on the tackle. Mahoney uh, and some of the guys trying to slow him down. Again, you've got to win those battles up front. You have to have guys like uh, Gavin Drumheller just make a pile and just create a mess that those linebackers can fill in those holes because, again, they're going to go with uh, two fullbacks here, one offset to the right, and they're going to run on off that right side, and the quarterback's going to keep it and get stood up after he gains about one yard on the play, and ooh is right. That was a hard hit. Well, he got bent over. Uh, down on the ground, Aaron O'Brien had him around the calves, and then he just got cut by Tyson Rediger up top, and that's where you can see some injuries. It'll be a gain of about a yard and a half, two yards. It's going to set up now fourth and one. Again, they went for it. Similar situation about 10 yards ago. 
And they'll have it now fourth and one, and they'll send uh, Caden McKean in with the play here for the Indians as they huddle up. Something you don't see in a lot of high school teams anymore is the good old-fashioned huddle. And their eye back is extolling everybody to cheer here. First fullback there is Connor Wells. They're going to ride it with him. They give it to him, and he's going to slip through and bring it across the 45 out to about the 46. And he gets it by a good two and a half, three yards, and that will be the second first down of the game, second on this drive here for the Indians, who are nearing midfield. Well, and I was just going to say, most of what they've been doing has been off the right side. They went off the left side that time and picked up the four. And you see Cyrus Wells is down here on the sideline. They obviously put him through the pregame warm-up, but he just kind of got the helmet cocked back on his head. The leading rusher uh, on the sidelines, most likely not going to play tonight. But as we said, there's a lot of guys that have almost as many yards. They will hand it off to that first fullback coming through. Not much room for Connor Wells, Cyrus's little brother. If you want to call uh, 510 and <laughs> running behind those shoulder pads, little brother. Gained of three, and it'll be second and seven. And this clock just rolling along. A minute 20 to go. Scoreless. Carney Catholic Broken Bow, a Thursday night tilt here on Power 99. One other area game tonight. Ravenna will be taking on Anselmo Myrna. And after having to play Arcadia Loop City last week, they're playing another a team just up the road here that is undefeated. And speaking of Arcadia Loop City, that's our game tomorrow night here on Power 99 as they host number one Burwell. Just short of midfield, second and seven, final minute of the first quarter. And again, a little zone read. And the quarterback, I think, uh, had that ball in his hand. I think he uh, eventually gave it off to Wells. But the quarterback fell down when the tackle was made because they were still fighting over the football. It'll be a gain of a couple. It's a play-by-plays nightmare of an offense to call out here. With all due respect to our buddy Sam Dunn, those Minden games were just nightmares to call. And here you got the darker uniforms uh, on a misty, non-bright night. Uh, so there's three or four guys at any time that are so tight in their formation that can touch it. And they do rotate around just a little bit to make me. I see why you wanted me to do play-by-play. Yeah. Harvey underneath. A little bit of movement up front. Carney Catholic's able to stand up the first guy. And did he get the football? Or Nope, they pulled it out, and the quarterback had it. But Austin Harvey, he had nowhere to go either. And now it's going to be fourth down again. This time, Broken Bowl will have more yards to cover. They're going to have about four and a half to cover here. But they got time to think about it because that is the final play of the first quarter. A couple of first downs on this drive here for the Indians. But they'll face fourth and four from the 48. They'll need to get to the 48. When we return here to Broken Bow, right after this timeout. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. Well, still looking for our first points of the ball game. This, without a doubt, is the best drive for Broken Bow, but they're going to face fourth and four 
from the 48. They have already crossed midfield, and they're going to line things up very tight here again. Austin Harvey at quarterback. The first fullback here is Connor Wells as they line up, and they're going to fake the handoff. Harvey looking to throw, has time, throws it on this left side, and it's going to be incomplete. Good coverage there for Carney Catholic. Riley Greaser, we talk about him a lot on offense. He was exactly where you need him to be when he was covering Keegan Baxter there, and he'll force the incompletion and another turnover on downs here. Each team has had a turnover on downs. Boy, that ball was batted around about three times, and Baxter was really trying to corral it into himself, but Carney Catholic... Great field position. They've started at their 45 at the bow 20, and now they start at their own 48, but they went the whole first quarter without a first down. Well, this is the second. They've actually had pretty good starting position for all of their drives, have not been able to get a first down so far, as you mentioned. Throw on this left side, going to be complete to Murphy. Murphy on a wide receiver screen is going to gain about four on the play. Good play on first down here for Carney Catholic as we're still looking for our first points of the ball game. Again, the Stars had deepest penetration because of the muff on the punt for Broken Bow. And that best drive of the game goes to Broken Bow so far, but we're still looking for a first point. Carney Catholic had three yards in the first quarter of play, including a negative five-yard completed pass. So they cross midfield at the 48. Mahoney will call it out. Greaser behind him. They'll hand off to Greaser. Greaser goes up the middle, and that hole is going to close as soon as he gets there. He is going to get back to the line of scrimmage and no more. That entire Broken Bow Indian defense right there in the middle was able to stand things up and that really was led by Sawyer Brumgardner the 265 pound senior who just created a pile there and uh, nowhere for Greaser to go. That's where you can sing the whole song Randy one little two little three little Indians they got all the way to seven eight right there that whole uh, front four and linebacker crew was in there. So it'll be third and a good six here, maybe even more than that for Mahoney. Mahoney's going to run the option, and he'll pitch it to Greaser on that left side. He'll cut back in, has enough for the first down, gets down that sideline, and he'll bring it inside the 40-yard line down to about the 38. That'll be a gain of about 11 on the play. Without a doubt, the best offensive play here for Carney Catholic and their first first down with 10.38 to go here before halftime. Trying to find something to loosen up this defense of Broken Bow. Carney Catholic has used that option a few times this year. And that is really the first time we've kind of seen that, that, that speed, that magic, a little bit of juking here for somebody carrying the football for Carney Catholic. They haven't got the passing game going, and Greaser's had a relatively quiet start here. He's going to be very deep behind Mahoney here on first and 10 from the 39. Mahoney calls it out. And they'll have that deep handoff, trying to find somewhere to go as Greaser. He makes one man miss, and that is going to help him gain about three on the play. It was actually hit in the backfield, but that deep handoff allows him to kind of read and find where he's at, and that first defender just couldn't get a big enough arm on number 15 to pull him down. Ball security will be key tonight. That football will be damp. It will be uh, wet as we know that we've had some mist here, not just the rain overnight, but uh, the mist on the field and both teams so far hanging out of the ball. And that field is softer. I wouldn't call it uh, gooey by any stretch, but it is a little softer than it has been. They fake the jet sweep, and they're going to throw the ball out here to Murphy. Murphy's going to make one guy miss, will spin, and will be knocked down inside as McBride on the catch was spun around and ends up slipping out of bounds before he got to that first down sticks. But it's going to be third and manageable here, except I believe we have a flag on the play, and they're going to call a hold here on Carney Catholic. Didn't see the flag, and that is going to negate what would have been uh, very manageable first down territory here, and that's going to make things a little bit 
a little bit more difficult here for the Stars. That'll be the first penalty of the game on Kearney Catholic. There were two false starts early on on Broken Bow for their two penalties. And uh, Kearney Catholic now facing second along. Good job by McBride. He started to go in motion and slipped, and Mahoney still stayed with him throughout that play. So Greaser will be behind Mahoney. Wide out on either side, and they're looking to throw it on this right side to Schmoderer. Schmoderer catches it at the high point, and they will get the ball out to about that first stick. So it's going to be now third and ten here as they gain about five and a half. And again, it makes it somewhat manageable. Obviously, you don't want to be at third and ten, and you were in pretty good shape earlier. Good job by Caden McKean out there along with Fox on the defense for Broken Bow. So we got nine minutes to go here before halftime. Still no score. Third and ten from the 41 for Carney Catholic. they got to get all the way down to the 30. So we'll say this is 11. And number 11 is running with the football right now, and he can't find anywhere to go. And he's going to be wrapped up here by Kiefer Anderson as that was a quarterback keeper, and he was just trying to read where there was a hole. Well, Doug, there wasn't any holes. No, I mean Wells and company. I know we're saying some of the same names all the time, but Wells and company uh, doing a great job out there getting through them defensively and a loss of about three more. So that will set up now fourth and 14. And they are going to be in punt formation. Standing back there is going to be McBride. McBride will be at his own 40, gets the snap, not much pressure. He'll kick it toward that left sideline, and it's going to bounce inbounds and then go out of bounds inside the 20-yard line. And uh, about the 17, we'll see exactly where they spot this. But again, that field position game has been won by Carney Catholic, but still they've not been able to cash in when they had the ball at the 20-yard line. And Broken Bow has really done a better job of moving the ball. Just a 26-yard punt in uh, Broken Bow. Even though they haven't been close to scoring yet, this is exactly the kind of football game they want to play here. They want to see a 6 nothing final in their favor. Yeah, and they again, they, they will milk the clock here. This game has been moving along pretty quickly because, again, they will take some time off the clock on virtually every snap. So under center here is going to be Harvey, and Harvey will uh, hand the ball off to that first fullback, and everybody has to play assignment football, and the first guy coming through, I believe, has been Connor Wells. And, yeah, that's Wells who will hand the ball here to the official after they unstack everything, and he gains about three yards. So Wells unofficially six carries for 22 yards so far in the football game. 14 yards on four carries for Schweitzer. The quarterback, Harvey, three carries six yards through the air, one of three for three yards. Two first downs for Bo, one for Carney. Scoreless, seven and a half to go first half. They'll go with the traditional I formation, and they'll hand the ball off to the first back coming through. That'll be Wells, and he'll be brought down at about the 25-yard line. So that'll be a gain of four on the play. And it's going to set up now third and about three and a half, which is exactly where they want to be because they're not afraid, if it's fourth and one, to go for it. So the Stars really need to make a, a negative play here. Otherwise, you're probably facing another fourth down opportunity here for Broken Bow, which they've done twice. Well, it's not exciting, but you've seen some pretty good discipline on both sides of the football here with the Broken Bow offense and the Kearney Catholic defense. What's the line from, uh, remember the Titans? It's as steady as Novocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I formation. A little bit of movement. Yeah, now they, they throw the flag. I think you, you caught the uh, eye back just leaning just a little bit, and that's going to cost them five yards. And, again, that uh, – that makes things a little bit more difficult here for Broken Bow because now you're, you've are you got to get those five yards plus back 
to really be in a situation where you can go for it on fourth down. Harvey went with the hard count because he picked his head up and it drew his eye back off the mark. So, again, broken both three penalties. They've all been illegal procedure. And that really negated their first drive, which ended up as a three and out. We'll see what impact it has here. It'll make it third and eight. Ball spotted at the 20-yard line. And they got to get out to the 28. So, again, eye formation. And they're going to look to throw the football. Pressure coming. And there's pressure out there, and the defender is going to have it intercepted. Carney Catholics, Carson Murphy goes up high and is able to reel it in at about the 46-yard line. He caught that ball at the highest point. That is really good defense. Yeah, he was trying to get it down here to Quentin Coble, and in the end, that doesn't hurt Broken Bow. Uh, interception or punt, they weren't going to punt it any farther than this. Carney Catholic doesn't get a return. Uh, but again, they have not started a drive outside of their own 45-yard line. 45, 47, this is about the 47, and then, of course, after that fumble at the 20, but haven't been able to cash in. And pretty soon, if you don't do that, those are the sorts of things that will jump up and bite you through the course of the game. But still plenty of time here. We're at 620 to go here, second quarter. Still looking for our first score of the game for either squad. And there'll be two wide outs right, two split out. To the left, ball is on the right hash here for Mahoney. He's going to fake the handoff to Greaser, keep it himself. He'll put his head down, bring it across the 50-yard line, down to about the 49. And so that'll be a gain of four, second and six here for KC. Three carries, three yards for Brett Mahoney. Again, they just haven't run many plays. Time of possession overwhelmingly in favor of Broken Bow, but Carney Catholic hasn't taken a shot down the field after the very first offensive play of the game. Everything else has been tight to the vest. Yeah, they had that tight, they had that uh, deep shot, but haven't really tried to dial long distance since then. And they're going to throw a quick little slant here on this right side, complete out to Mandernak, and Mandernak, he'll uh, lean it close to that first down marker. It's going to be third and about one here as he brings it out to about the 45-yard line. We'll see exactly where they spot it. They're going to be moving it closer to the 46. So we're going to need about a yard and a half, maybe two, to keep this drive going here for Carney Catholic. And they've only had the one first down. Jaden Sire a little upset that he couldn't quite hold his block there because he was trying to uh, seal the edge and make a big play out of it. Well, Caden McKean did a good job of fighting off that block. And we're going to have a timeout here. Carney Catholic wants to have a quick little discussion about what they want to do here on this play. So our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Still no score, 543 to go here. Before halftime, third and two. For the stars when we return right after this. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska, Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student athletes and wishes them luck on and off the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. Five stations. Plum 30K Chance. Cassius. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Well, the Stars have had good field position throughout this first half and have not been able to cash in on it. Here they face third and two from the 46-yard line, seeing if they can keep this drive alive. And Schmoderer 
On that right side, Greaser behind the quarterback. They'll pitch it out to him, and he'll go off that block right up the, that right side and has more than enough for the first down. He'll bring it down to about the 40. That's a gain of six. Nothing very fancy about that play either, Doug. That's that's Carney Catholic's uh, version of uh, grinding the football out. Interesting the approach we're seeing here from Kearney Catholic. They've kind of fallen into the broken bow tempo of this football game. Just a second first down for the Stars. That's all Broken Bow has. And again, there'll be a wide out to that right. We're on the right hash. And Mahoney looking right, now looking left. He's got time to throw. Now he's rolling out. As the pocket starts to collapse, he'll throw it late. And he's got a man out there, but he overthrew him. That was just get rid of the football as Mahoney's pass ball is incomplete. There just was, that was not a sack, but the coverage was there and nearly caused a coverage sack. Yeah, he threw it away. Aaron O'Brien was the intended receiver. They sent everybody deep. Let's see if they send everybody deep and then drag somebody across because it looked like three fly patterns to me. Just the second downfield pass attempt in this football game uh, for Brett Mahoney. I think they were hoping to lull them to sleep there with that running game and that short passing game, but it did not work, and it will be second and 10, ball at the 40-yard line. Greaser will be behind Mahoney. And again, they got a wide receiver in the slot on this right side as well as the left. And they're going to hand it off to Greaser right up the middle. He's looking for somewhere to go, and he's going to end up spinning around and backing into the point of attack here and basically sitting down on top of Kiefer Anderson for Broken Bow and falling over the top of it. And yeah unstack that mess and it's a gain of only three yeah Kiefer Anderson may not be making all the tackles but he's getting through there and disrupting a few things right now and Sawyer Bumgarner was off the bottom of that pile they're just getting low they're getting low over there on that defensive side defensive line for the Indians this is a Jim Langan special we got 440 to go in the second quarter and it's only 734 it's scoreless (laughs) Well, let's see if Carney Catholic can get something done here in the air because Mahoney's looking to throw the football. There is a flag down, and there was just all sorts of messes going on. That might have been the center not snapping it because everybody moved. And and The funny thing was the referee grabbed his flag and then held it. He was going to let the play take place, but the umpire threw his flag, so he blew the play dead, and it will be five on the motion for the Stars. So that's going to make it uh, about 12 here for Carney Catholic. So it's going to be third and 12. And, again, uh, on that play, they did have a receiver wide open. But, again, the defender may very well have heard the whistle and stopped. I think Mahoney is seeing the most pressure he has seen as a starting quarterback at Carney Catholic from this bow defense. 4.20 to go. Third and 12 from the 42. High snap pressure coming, but they set up the screen. Greaser has it, and they'll blow it up. Fighting his way through that screen is Connor Wells. He'll make the tackle. That'll be a loss of about four on the play. And, again, screens are great as long as that first guy gets blocked. And it did not happen here because Wells was able to fight it off. Man, he's playing well. Uh, Again, you've got Cyrus Wells out with a leg injury or ankle injury, and uh, brother Connor, the junior, has been good on both sides of the football, and he has been in that offensive backfield numerous times. McBride, two punts, 33 and 26 yards. This time a low snap, but he's able to handle it with no problem, and a nice high kick here, and it will be picked up on that sideline. And, yeah, that's a dangerous catch at about... About the five, we'll see where they spot it. It might even be inside the five. That's going to be a 50-yard punt. And a future Nebraska return man over there for Broken Bow fielded it at the three. 
You cannot catch that ball, Randy. Everybody knows it, and he just probably lost where he was because it was such a deep punt that he backed up and, and lost where he was on the football field. A little, a little the four. Low. Yeah, they're going to mark it at the four. So officially, that'll be a 51-yard punt. Well, in high school, you usually get about the eight, maybe the 10-yard line, and you do not back up. Harvey will be in under center. They'll hand the ball off to the eye back. Mahoney going to make the tackle here as they will just go right up the middle with power football. So Finally handing the ball back is uh, going to be uh, Schweitzer. Not bad. Gain of six. That'll get the job done here. Get away from your goal line a little bit. See if you can get a first down or two and work the clock with 3.10 to go here before halftime. Stars have had the... Uh, the better of the field position, but I think Broken Bow has moved the ball just a little bit better. It'll be second and about four. Harvey under center. Again, hand off to Schweitzer. He'll cut back against the grain. Greaser's going to lead the tackle, and he'll bring it out to about the nine-yard line. Kate Ullman also in there. Uh, about everybody is getting tackled by three or four guys both sides of the football. And I looked at the wrong line. That wasn't the nine. That was a 14, and that was enough for a first down. They've got just enough for their third first down of the game. So clock moving here with 2.40 to go. And one of the things about Broken Bow's offense, uh, you may not have enough time, three yards in a cloud of dust, to get to the end zone unless you hit a big play. They'll go eye formation, a tight eye here. And the quarterback's going to keep it as he has the read, and he's going to be wrestled down as he uh, gets back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a gain of one. And that was well read by Carney Catholic, and leading the way there is going to be Riley Greaser. Brett Mahoney, Logan Rogish coming in there. And as you said, Broken Bow does have all their timeouts. Carney Catholic will get the ball first in the third quarter. Broken Bow started uh, with the football, and... Uh, only a one-yard gain that time. We are inside of two minutes to go here before halftime. And, again, traditionally, Broken Bow likes to really work that clock down. But if you want to get – again, they're only at their 15-yard line. I don't know how aggressive they really want to be here. And they're going to pitch the ball. Rolling out to his right here is going to be Schweitzer. Schweitzer trying to find somewhere to go, and he's going to be stood up as he gets to the line of scrimmage and a timeout being taken by Broken Bow. Well, there's our answer. They're going to be a little aggressive. I'm not so sure that wasn't a, a halfback pass, but I didn't see anybody yeah, th that was out in a pattern. I heard a lot of people yelling, but there was nobody more than eight yards downfield. So if it was going to be a pass, it was only going to be about five yards forward. And it is a timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. A minute 39 to go here before halftime. We're still looking for our first points. It'll be third and nine for the Indians from their own 15. We come back right after this. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Well, and looking at things, it appears that Carney Catholic has called the timeout. So they're down to, uh, I believe, one timeout left here with 99 seconds to go here on Power 99. 
It'll be third and nine from the 15. Harvey in under center, and he's looking to throw the football, and he'll throw it over the middle, and it is going to be caught. The greaser is right there immediately making the tackle on that little dump pass, and there is no room to run at all there for Connor Wells, and Wells will gain maybe about three, and it's going to be fourth and five here for the uh, Indians from the shadow of their own goal line, and another quick whistle, another timeout here for Connor There is a flag, Randy. Oh, there is. There was a flag since they set up that middle screen. Yeah, and that was a hold. That's going to be a hold here, so that's going to back him up half the distance. And that will put them inside about to the four-and-a-half, five-yard line. Coming inside the five. Was it a hold? Yeah, from that that spot. it It couldn't have been a hold. It would only be half the distance to the goal. Yeah, but that would have had to have been a personal foul, wouldn't it, Randy? But that's they marked the, him all the way from the 15 back to that is missed. But that's from the spot, though. I think the hold was oh, well, was backfield, so it's okay. a spot foul. So now they've got to actually split out wide. Keegan Baxter on this side. They've got trips to the right, and they're just going to have a quarterback keeper right up the yeah. middle. A side play here for uh, Harvey, and he's going to gain about two. It's going to be fourth and a mile here for the Indians, and another timeout here for Carney Catholic with a minute 25 to go. Yeah, I think everybody in the world knew that that's what was going to happen. No need for Broken Bow on third and 20 with their backs against their own end line to try something crazy. And the Stars will use their final timeout. A minute 25 to go in the second quarter. It's Carney Catholic on this Thursday night game at Broken Bow 0-0. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Doug Duda, Randy Bushcutter coming up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Not a lot of other games that we have to update tonight, but uh, we will talk about what's going on in the world of sports. Softball uh, district, sub-districts begin on Monday. Kearney Catholic will get going there. Kearney Catholic volleyball teams up at Ord, and uh, we'll cover a variety of other things coming up here at the half. You are going to be busy tomorrow. Yeah, we got a doubleheader, uh, and hopefully there is... Last check, no construction, and hopefully there's nobody in the way between Pleasanton and Arcadia. <laughs> well, at Pleasanton South Loop at 3 o'clock, pregame at 2.30 on ESPN Tri-Cities, and then the Battle of Unbeatens, Arcadia Loop City hosting Burwell on Power 99. We'll have Holdridge and Minden on the breeze, 94.5 as well tomorrow. Well, I wonder how much pressure you want to dial up here on your punter as back deep in punt formation is going to be Keegan Baxter. No. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think so either, but you can roll the dice here. You would have the 15 yards. You could actually rough him and probably well, it was automatic, I guess. But yeah, it is. set up a return. Although the Stars look like they might be sending pressure. There is about seven guys there, and they're going to kick the ball down to about the 35-yard line. Sire looking for it, and he's just going to fall on it at about the 35. He comes up with the ball, and it'll be first and 10 there from the 35. So good field position here for Carney Catholic and a minute 16 to See if they can dial up something offensively. They've had great field position all night. This time, with that great field position, they don't have a lot of time. The win we had at the beginning of the game is now nil. The flag is barely moving. It would be at the back of Max McBride, but Carney Catholic forego a 37-yard field goal attempt back in the first quarter. They're out of timeouts with a minute 16 at the 35 of Bow after the 27-yard punt. So Mahoney 
will be at quarterback. Greaser will be to his left. You can still run the ball here as long as you're going to hurry after that. Mahoney looking to throw. He's going to step up, and he's going to throw the ball deep for Schmoderer. And Schmoderer makes the catch at the two, and he'll fall down and get the first down, first and goal for Carney Catholic as he got in the way with a little bit of a push and pulls down that reception at the two-yard line. Man, what a great show of the arm of Mahoney, and Schmatterer made an incredible athletic catch. He put his hand on the back of the defender who was in front of him and then just went up like every outstanding wide receiver would do. And now all kinds of time, a minute, and they're at the two. Yeah, that is, time is not an issue. Is they're going to move Sire on this right side with uh, Aaron O'Brien as well. So they've got that quad formation to the right. To the left is Greaser. They're going to hand the ball to him. Goes right up the middle. Tries to follow his blocks. Greaser with a little leg drive is close to the goal line. They go in there, and they're going to mark it. They're going to mark it. They're going to say he's short, and he cannot be short by much. That's okay. There's still 30 seconds to go. It is second and goal at the one. When they send all those wideouts, you know they're going to run it. 26-25. Crowd getting into it here for Broken Bow. Hand off to Greaser. Right up the middle. Untouched. Touchdown. He started on the left, goes to the right, and they're going to throw a late flag. And I think that might be unsportsmanlike on some sort of celebration, which I did not even see. But there is a flag down, and the touchdown is good. They're going to keep it, unsportsmanlike conduct on Carney Catholic. So they're going to have to kick it off 15 yards deeper with 19.7 to go. But first things first here, we got an extra point after that five points bank touchdown. You know, one-yard run by Riley Greaser after an incredible 33-yard reception. And uh, that just kind of destroys everything Broken Bow did here through the first half. Problem is, Randy, on this unsportsmanlike conduct, it will be be assessed on the PAT. So now a little bit of work here in front of number 18. So Max McBride essentially is going to be trying what would be a 35-yard field goal. So the extra point is going to come from about 34 yards out. Hoagland with the snap. Hold by Mahoney. Kick is up. It looks like it's got the distance. Does it have the angle? It does not. And so it is no good. And so that uh, 15-yard penalty going to cost the Stars a point. They've got a 6-0 lead here with 19.7 to go before halftime. And Carney Catholic, uh, uh, that celebration which I did not see. Yeah, I dropped my head, but I think he came through untouched and spiked the ball into the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, whatever. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll double-check on that. But I don't think – there was no broken bow players around. So no. wasn't, he wasn't taunting. He wasn't, taunting. He wasn't <laughs> sticking the football in somebody's face. It was probably a little overzealous uh, to throw the flag. And we'll, we'll see how this plays out. But, again, remember, Carney Catholic – Gets what most teams want. Score on the last possession of the second quarter. Get the first possession of the third quarter. And because they did take the penalty on the PAT, then they'll be kicking off from their traditional spot here. And as a result of that, you would not think that Broken Bow will have great field position. McKean, as well as uh, Quinton Coble, will be back deep here for the Indians as teeing up the football is, again, going to be Max McBride. Now, McBride last week did have a little bit of an ankle issue that he was working on in the second half of the game against Minden, and I wonder if that might have something to do with the fact they didn't try that long field goal earlier tonight. 
And as it is, here comes McBride. And I don't know if you kick it deep or just try to lob it for one of your upbacks. And it is going to be more of the traditional deep kickoff. And it is going to hit and go into the end zone. And so the Indians will get the ball at the 20-yard line. Yeah, Broken Bow played up, expecting to squib. And now uh, just take the snap, and we'll be on our way to halftime. And I would think they would just run their offense here a little bit, bunch everybody up, and just run between the tackles. And if somebody is able to uh, make the run, 80 yards for the touchdown, then they go 80 yards for the touchdown. Other than that, we're going to head to the locker rooms. Coming up the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report, it is only 6 to nothing. Carney Catholic, number two in the state, but uh, Broken Bow has been giving them all kinds of problems, especially on defense. Stars have played great defense themselves. They've had good field position all night as Carney Catholic, and they finally had the chance to cash in. Eye formation, handoff to the fullback right up the middle, and he has a little bit of a seam, and they're going to pull him down from behind. But again, another hard run here for Connor Wells. And now if you're Broken Bow, you've gained about uh, 15 yards on the first play. And why not? They're going to burn a timeout. Broken Bow will use the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. Carney Catholic trying to play a little soft there. They'll give up a 15-yard run, the biggest run so far of the ball game for the Broken Bow Indians. Six nothing. Carney Catholic just got into the end zone. We'll see what happens when we come back. Great Western Bank and Carney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Carney branch at 2120 First Avenue today. Or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. We're back here in Broken Bow as we'll see how aggressive Broken Bow wants to be here after they got the 15 yards and then they call the quick timeout. I think they run the same play and hope that they break it a little bit more. Uh, The blocking was out front. He just basically, Wells, uh, had his hand on the back of his fullback blocker and just followed him as far as he could go. So, again, under center here is going to be Austin Harvey. He'll have that tight eye formation behind him. And they're going to pitch it out here for Schweitzer. Schweitzer trying to get the edge. He'll be knocked out of bounds at about the 40-yard line. Escorting him out there is the guy that made the big offensive play here for Carney Catholic. That big catch by Garrett Schmoderer. Schmoderer makes the tackle here as well. That'll be a gain of five, and it stops the clock with nine seconds left. Austin Harvey does not have... A big enough arm to go the distance here. So if you are playing that dime kind of defense, you've got to watch for the hook and lateral, something like that. Still think with nine seconds and a timeout, we may see a run here just I, to see what, just see how far they can go. I agree. I agree. And then you try, if you got something fancy, reverse or the hook and ladder or whatever. You don't want to make a mistake here and give up a defensive touchdown, that's yeah. for sure. So, again, they're going to go eye formation, just going to read it out here, and McBride is going to wrestle the quarterback down. After Harvey pulled the ball out of his uh, fullback's belly, they'll throw him down, and we will go to halftime. Short gain or no gain on that play, and as a result, we are wrapping up the first uh, two quarters of football here. Carney Catholic with a 6-0 lead here in Broken Bow, and uh, so uh, finally the Stars who have had good field position all night, are able to cash in. If they would have came away 0-0, that definitely would have been an advantage, Broken Bow. Yeah, there's been one big play. 
Yeah. There's been one big play, and that's a 33-yard reception that Schmatter went up, high point of the ball at the two-yard line, made an outstanding catch. Broken Bow had it well defended. It's just that Mahoney put it on the money, and Schmatter went up and caught it after all this field position that we went through uh, throughout the football game. They had a short punt, and uh, Carney Catholic was able to take over at the 35-yard line. Again, uh, when we talk about the stats, there's not going to be a lot of them. Carney Catholic has not started a possession outside of their own 45-yard line, and it's only 6 to nothing. And the interesting thing to me is finally that throw that ended up getting the ball to the two-yard line is really one of the few times where Mahoney was able to stand back in the pocket and throw a clean ball. That he, They had time to look over the field, was able to actually step into the, the throw because that defensive line for Broken Bow has done a great job of bringing pressure and has been making it a little bit hard for Carney Catholic to throw that deep ball. Well, give credit. I mean, this Broken Bow team could go anywhere from 5-4 and four to 8-1. and one. Uh, I mean, that's where they're setting at right now, and uh, they have a chance in this football game, but they're going to have to bust a run. Uh, and that's what it looks like to me, Randy. Uh, they may have one shot at a good pass play, and I'm not sure that they could score on a pass play. Somebody would have to get behind. I don't see that happening. Uh, but they're going to have to bust a run play, and a lot of teams' offense and philosophy is that. You might run 25 plays, and 24 of them average you three yards, and one of them gets you 62, and that's what they need in the second half. But their defense has been outstanding. It really has been. And, again, that big part of that has been the uh, the pressure that they've been able to put on the quarterback, and still they haven't been able to – Carney Catholic hasn't been able to get Greaser really involved that much. The running game has been thwarted somewhat too, so they've done a good job of uh, taking away Carney Catholic's best weapons, both Greaser's legs and Mahoney's arm. High school football on Power 99, brought to you by Good Evans, Live Well, Love Well. We will be back with our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report from Broken Bow after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. Doug Duda along with Randy Bushcutter and our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 
Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It's a defensive struggle. Carney Catholic got on the board with 19 seconds to go in the second quarter. It's the Stars 6 and Broken Bow nothing here at Mark Russell Field in Broken Bow. Thanks to A.D. Jeff Ellis and the crew here, as always, for their hospitality. Carney Catholic softball team beats Minden tonight by a score of 12-4 to uh, at last check. The Anselmo Myrna Coyotes were up 20 to nothing on Ravenna midway through the second quarter. We'll have an update on that for you here in a little bit uh, as well. Tomorrow, let's get into that. There is a lot of football to bring your way, and here's how it all breaks down. We will start in the afternoon from Pleasanton at 3 o'clock, our pregame at 2.30, as they welcome in South Loop. Boy, Sometimes when you schedule the games ahead of time, you don't know what you're going to get. South Loop only has three seniors on their team. They didn't win last year. They haven't won this year. Two of the kids are either ill or hurting. Uh, Our wishes go out to South Loop's head coach. He has been under the weather of what we all know, and uh, it's affected him and it's affected their team, and they just got a bunch of sophomores. And uh, talking to Andy Schwartz, the longtime coach up there, I mean, remember South Loop was in the state finals in 2017, and uh, they're just going through those growing pains that D1 and D2 schools do. And Pleasanton, uh, they're a play away from being undefeated. They let it. Well, they didn't let. Ansley Litchfield came back in the fourth quarter from two scores down and clipped them a couple of weeks ago. And Pleasanton last week was down 32-8 to at halftime and came back to win it 38-32. And uh, that was against Sand Hills Valley, who South Loop played close. No doubt Pleasanton will be favored tomorrow, and we'll have it for you on ESPN Tri-Cities, including 92.1 FM and 1460 AM. I think Pleasanton, if they're not careful, they're going to get the reputation of being a football school and not a basketball <laughs> school because they've had a pretty good run here the last four or five years or so. No doubt about it, and uh, they'll end the season with Sandhill Stedford, who many people believe is the number one team. Uh, some people have Kennesaw, some people have Sandhill Stedford. Then tomorrow night, our 7 o'clock games here on Power 99. We will be in Arcadia, and there will be a lot of media there, and we appreciate you tuning in to Power 99 as Arcadia Loop City takes on Burwell. They haven't been able to beat them, but how many teams have been able to beat Burwell over the last six to eight years? They've been in the finals five of the last six years. They've crushed everybody so far this year. There's only been one of the games that didn't end with a running clock. They put up over 70 points on Ravenna last week, and just uh, basically their entire team from a squad that lost in the finals at home in double overtime in the state championship game last year to Dundee County Stratton. Arcadia Loop City, people thought maybe they'd take a step back. They're 5-0. and A couple games they haven't got a lot of offense in the first half, but just turned it on and pulled away. And uh, they now get really tested here over the next two weeks. Absolutely. And Burwell, I don't know how they grow them so big. They, they have had a run of just a few families there that have had some big boys. And they can just play that power football, but they've also had a few guys with that speed, too. Well, I mean, they've got a great combination. They've had tremendous athletes up there of all sizes, and they've been – you just can't argue with the record that they've had over the last six, seven years. And talking with Arcadia Loop City coach Mike Scott today, he says that is the difference. Uh, and, and Luke Gideon says that is the difference. Uh, we can run. We have track athletes, and they have, but now the track athletes are Caleb Bush, who averages 250 yards per game at the running back. And uh, Mike Scott says if you don't do him, then you got to watch Gurney. If you don't have to get those, then you got the quarterback Gideon. And uh, there's three Gideons like we have – so should have had three wells, but, of course, uh, tonight here in the football game, Cyrus unable to play uh, because of a, a leg injury, and they're going to have three Gideons tomorrow for Burwell, Arcadia Loop City, Preston Rogers, and the gang. I, I anticipate a game kind of like this. Uh, it won't be six to nothing, but 
Arcadia Loop City probably going to have more trouble moving the ball than Burwell. Can they negate that and keep it uh, more of a grind-out game and find a way to score because over the years they have not? And that's one of the things about the eight-man game, too. You break through that hole. There aren't as many guys that are going to have an angle on you. And as you mentioned, you got some track athletes, especially on that Burwell side. You break through the line of scrimmage, it's off to the races. And those guys do a good job of being a, a track athlete, yes, but they run behind those shoulder pads. you got to get in front of them and hit them low. Otherwise, they're going to just run you over anyway. Another game uh, out of this district is Holdridge at Minden tomorrow night. We'll have that on the Breeze 94.5 with Grant Ty on ESPN Hastings. Central City will play Adam Central on KHS Radio. Uh, it will be Hastings High taking on York. And you can find out more at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com, our Athlete of the Month announcement tomorrow, the first one of the season, because tomorrow is October 1st, and I know who they are, and they're very, very great athletes. We're looking forward to that. Brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. One boy, one girl picked each month. You can check it out at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's 6 to nothing here. Carney Catholic leading Broken Bow uh, at the half. Some other games tomorrow. Uh, Carney High will be going to Columbus. Hastings St. Cecilia takes on Donovan Trumbull. Amherst is going to take on an undefeated Exeter Milligan friend team, but I think that's going to be a close football game. I, I think so, too. They, they kind of had a rough schedule, Amherst has, yep. in terms of uh, playing some really quality teams and not quite been able to get over the hump yet. And I don't know. I like your chances tomorrow. Another game that will be interesting is Kennesaw, who some folks have number one in D2, playing the defending champion, Bruning Davenport Shickley, who hadn't lost a regular season game since 2014 and now have been beaten a couple of times this year by Johnson Brock and Fall City Sacred Heart. They know how to play football. Kennesaw, the only two losses they had last year were to BDS. And the thing about Kennesaw, I can't tell you last time Kennesaw was was really kind of bad. I mean, they just, football is a big deal there, and they are steady, and uh, it is a big event in Kennesaw when they play a football game, but they haven't been able to really kind of take that that next step, and uh, I think this year might be the year that they finally get all, everything all lined up. If everybody can stay healthy, everybody uh, avoids the injury bug, this might very well be the year. Going to be some good games tomorrow. You can follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll be back and take a look at the first half stats, talk about the college scene and more in a moment. One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. In the other area game going on tonight, they are at the half undefeated and Myrna leading Ravenna by a score of 34 to nothing. We've also got Royals baseball tonight on the breeze, 94.5, as they're wrapping up their series with the Cleveland Indians. And Thursday night football on ESPN Tri-Cities. Jacksonville is on the board first. It's the Jags 7, the Bengals nothing as they start the second quarter of play. A lot of interest in uh, a couple of pretty good young quarterbacks there. And, and uh, I think it's going to be a while before Trevor Lawrence really 
gets his sea legs under him. It's always interesting to me when you talk about these rookie quarterbacks and everybody wants to see him play. I, I remember the good old days when you would got a year holding the clipboard to figure out how to be a pro, and then you played. But nobody's got the patience to do that anymore. Hard to believe that Aaron Rodgers sat on the sidelines as long as he did yeah. with Green Bay. Yeah, and, and but you know what? It's worked out pretty well for him because he's figured out how to be a professional. Well, maybe this offseason is not the best example of that, but for the most part, uh, I think it benefits him. And, and again, I'm, everybody knows I'm a Dolphins fan. I, I would have been perfectly content if Tua hadn't played it down last year. Go learn how to play the game. Well, let's take a look at our first half stats here, and we will start with the Broken Bow Indians. For Broken Bow, Connor Wells, eight carries, 41 yards, including a 15-yarder on the next-to-last play of the half. Ashton Schweitzer, eight carries for 29 yards. Austin Harvey, six carries for nine yards, 22 rushing attempts, 79 yards through the air. Harvey has put it up four times. He is one of four with an interception, and the completion was for three yards. So 79 on the ground, three through the air. That's 82 total yards, four first downs, four broken bow, two punts for an average of 34 yards, one turnover. They muffed a punt, and that was at their 20, but Carney Catholic got, excuse me, there was two turnovers, obviously, because of the interception, but uh, the uh, interception occurred on third down. Uh, Carney Catholic took it over at their 45-yard line. It really yeah. functioned as a punt. And then the fumble uh, occurred on a muff punt, and uh, Carney Catholic got it to 20, and, Ended up getting nothing out of it. Four penalties for 25 yards here for Broken Bow. So uh, the Indians look good on their opening drive. They converted a couple of fourth downs in their own territory, but have not been close to the red zone yet. No, not yet. And, again, you, you worry about a mistake. Uh, the Carney Catholic had good field position the entire first half because they were able to get the, the early three and out because of those penalties from Broken Bow. You just really kind of hope that history doesn't repeat itself because this is a great opportunity when Carney Catholic comes back here in a few minutes with the football, if they can score on back-to-back possessions, especially if they can get the two-point conversion after uh, that 15-yard penalty kind of negated their chance of getting seven on the board. But if they can get a two-touchdown lead, that changes the entire complexion of this game because I don't really see Broken Bow being able to get in the end zone too many times tonight. Well, let's take a look at the numbers for Carney Catholic. Riley Greaser, eight carries, 30 yards, and a one-yard touchdown. Garrett Schmatterer, one carry, one yard. And quarterback Brett Mahoney, three carries for three yards. That's 12 carries for 34 yards. Through the air, Mahoney's put it up 10 times. He's completed six of those, but six of uh, two of those completions were behind the line of scrimmage. So they had a five-yard loss and a four-yard loss. And the longest completion is the 33-yarder that set up the touchdown. Before that, it was five yards. So 37 through the air, 34 on the ground. Four first downs, 71 yards for Carney Catholic, even less than Broken Bow. Three punts, 33-26, and then the 51-yarder, which eventually ended up setting them up for that touchdown to the last minute. There have been three penalties on Carney Catholic for 30 yards. The big one, the unsportsmanlike conduct on the touchdown, which then McBride just missed the extra point kick. So it's 6 to nothing, and that is your first half stats. Yeah, again, McBride had the leg for it. Unfortunately, it, that that those uh, uprights kind of shrink together a little bit when you're backing up that far, and you end up having about a 35 or 34 yard field goal attempt to get one single point. And uh, in the pro game, you even see in the pros those guys on Sundays miss it off of AstroTurf. And as we mentioned, that the field is a little slick, not terribly, but again, just uh, any kind of little give there when you're kicking the football can really make a huge difference. 
You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. It'll be Carney Catholic ball to start the second half. They have a 6-0 lead here at Mark Russell Field in Broken Bow. 5-0 stars, 4-1 Indians the second half when we return on KKPR-FM. Carney, Ansley, Berwin, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska, Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them luck on and off the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter. Braylon Reinerson is teeing it up here for the Broken Bow Indians as we're all set and ready to get the second half underway here. Carney Catholic, their last possession. They got the touchdown in the final minute of the first half. They lead it 6 to nothing. Reinerson comes up, and it's going to be a relatively short kick, and it's going to be falling on at the uh, about the 20-yard line. A little dangerous moment there for Isaiah Gaunt as Gaunt kind of ended up diving for the football as he backed up when the ball came and then had to run up. And uh, if he was a center fielder, that would have made every basketball coach in America very nervous. And it is uh, misting again here at Broken Bow. So uh, looking up into the sky, getting a little bit of that in your eyes as we felt that blowing into the press box here during halftime. So Mahoney will set up shop here as they mark things at about the 23-yard line. Stars check out the wristbands. They'll have three wideouts to the right. And now they're going to run that uh, running back on this right side as well. So Greaser will line up just in front of Mahoney, who calls it out. There's one guy on an island to the left, and they'll run a little zone read here. Quarterback going to keep it, and he's going to maybe, maybe he gets back the line of scrimmage. And that's going to be it for Mahoney as well. There was good line surge there for a broken bow. And I, first guy there that made the tackle is Sawyer Bromgardner. Well, nothing different than what we saw in the first half from the Broken Bow defense. They are not letting anything get through on that line. It is toughened between the tackles today for Carney Catholic, and they've tried to keep it in Mahoney's hands a couple of times just on the read, and he has not been able to find a hole as well. That's been a gain of about a half yard on the play. And again, a little bit deeper behind him will be Greaser as they got a wide out to the right side and only a tackle. They're going to run to the left, and Greaser will try to get the edge, and he'll be knifed under... On that outside. Wells is there again, yeah, Randy. Yeah, comes in underneath. They just are not able to find him as he's able to flow to the football. And, again, there'll be a gain of about a half yard, and that's it. So that's going to set up now third and a full nine here for Carney Catholic. And, again, you run into that risk if you don't get a first down of now Broken Bow having that good field position for much of the second half. But first things first here, we'll face that third and nine 
early on here in the third quarter. Stars up 6-0. First possession for either team here in the second half. Mahoney looks over the field, takes the snap, and he'll roll out to his right, and he'll still roll. This time he'll jump over a would-be tackler, and he'll be pulled down after he gets across the 30-yard line down to about the 32. That's going to be awfully close to a first down here. He jumped over the first guy. Keeper Anderson eventually made the tackle, and that athletic move by a pretty good athlete will be enough to move the sticks here for Carney Catholic. Oh, wow. Carney Catholic got a heck of a spot there. I so, think he ended up over the tackler and was able to slide over the top, and I, I'm with you. That's good spot here for the Stars. <laughs> so first and 10 from the 33. Get the brakes where we can get them. Mahoney will call it out here after they've got their first first down of the second half. Took them a while to get their first first down in the first half. O'Brien will come to the right. They're going to keep the football, and they run the option, but they didn't want to make the dangerous pitch, did Mahoney, and he may actually lose a little bit of ground here as that was swallowed up by the Indians. Bumgarner in there again, short side option. We've seen them run that quite a few times now this year, especially against power football teams. We saw it against St. Paul quite a bit. And uh, minimal success. They're not looking for a million yards. They're looking for four or five on first down. Yeah, no they, game. They, they wouldn't mind that three yards in a cloud of dust, which Broken Bow obviously is looking for. Sire is going to split out to the left. Defender is going to come with him as they switch and kind of lean to that uh, left side. Greaser now is going to go to the right of Mahoney. Randy, I don't think Carney Catholic's thrown a five-yard pass yet in the football game. I don't believe they have Maybe either. one. Maybe we'll get one here because Mahoney's looking to throw the football. He's going to step up, and he's going to throw the ball deep over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. Battle of the sevens there as it falls incomplete. Pretty good coverage of Sire by Nathan Reynolds for Broken Bow, and it's going to be now third and 11. Another Reynolds here at Broken Bow, and again, we've seen him run that where they just set three guys on a fly pattern, and nobody drags underneath, and Mahoney's actually had time on that third down run of his. It was a four-man rush, Randy, and they still got pressure on it. Yeah, and they were able to get in the middle, too. Uh, so not really good running lanes there at all for Mahoney to take off, which we talked about in the pregame. He's been very effective at through the, throughout the course of the season. Here it's third and 11 from the 32. Fake the handoff. Mahoney's going to roll to his left. He'll step up. He'll throw on that left side, a jump ball, and it's going to be incomplete. As Sire is not able to reel in the football, and a pretty good coverage there by Broken Bow. And again, another deep ball. Carney Catholic, who has been so consistent and has thrown a high completion of passes coming up into action tonight, they are chucking the ball down the field like the 83 Oakland Raiders. They are throwing it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, it's fine that you do that, but you would think once in a while you'd be looking for they, – they love going over the middle of the football field, and they have not done it one single time in this game. So McBride will be in punt formation. 51 yard of the last time they were with the wind. And here he's able to put the foot into it. Kind of a line drive kick, and it's just going to be fair caught near the 30-yard line as Coble will uh, hand the ball to the official, and they'll get it at the 32-yard line. So not bad field position here for Broken Bow. 36-yard punt on the fourth punt of the ball game. For McBride and Broken Bow now gets their first opportunity. And, Randy, this is basically their best starting field position of the football game. Again, Carney Catholic never started outside their own 45 and eventually uh, won the battle of field position, getting that score with 19 seconds to go on a one-yard run by Greaser that Schmoderer hauled in a 33-yard pass to set up. Here they'll go out of the I formation. 
Swap back on that left side. They'll go right up the middle and battling for whatever he can get his greedy little mitts on is going to be uh, Schweitzer. And Schweitzer just right up the middle gains maybe about one yard on the play. And at the bottom of that stack is going to be Jake Masker. Also down at the bottom there is going to be Drumheller. What counter that time, Randy, and hadn't seen much uh, of that in the first half. A lot of it is a quarterback uh, RPO. He's not going to pass, but it's a quarterback and three or four running backs in the backfield either follow or pull it and uh, old wishbone-type football. So it'll be second and nine, and again, Broken Bow, they just like to tighten everything up here. They'll have one of their running backs off on that right wing. They'll go with a very tight eye formation. And they'll hand the ball off the middle, and there must have been movement up front. I saw Carney Catholic move, but I think it drew Broken Bow off. And that'll cost the Indians five yards, I believe. The white hat is going to make it official here. It's a dead ball, and that will be on the red guys. That's a couple times we've seen the hard count, and you're exactly right. Carney Catholic kind of stood up, but they didn't move forward. And then it was the uh, right, I think it was right tackle because there are no wideouts, so they're using multiple ends in there. They at least used a wideout for most of their formations in the first half. We have not seen that uh, here. It's only second and 14, first possession of the second half here for the Indians as they now face second and 14. And again, <laughs> we're playing pretty quick football here. That's the fourth false start of the game for the Indians. Tie-dye formation, handoff. To the fullback coming through there. And I'll tell you what, Connor Wells is going to have some bruises. And he's also delivered some bruises as well. He got uh, spun around after he gained about two yards. And it's going to be third and about 13 here for the Indians. Get our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. The uh, key entry tonight is Cyrus Wells did not start. He suited up, went through the pregame warm-ups, and they decided not to play him. And so he has been on the sideline, the leading rusher this year, for Broken Bow, and they're still hanging in there. I don't know how much more dynamic uh, he would be than what they're using right now. Well, his uh, brother, Connor, has uh, carried the ball for 339 yards, you know, and he averages almost six yards a carry. His brother, a little bit over six. So they're going to go out of the pistol formation here looking to throw the football is going to be Harvey. Harvey rolls out on this right side. His pass is going to be complete over to Wells and Wells is going to be pulled down at about the 40 yard line and it's going to be fourth and about two and a half here after a nice little gain of nine on what really was a pretty dangerous throw here for the Indians. Man, yeah, they were thrown back on the screen. Originally, I thought they were looking for his tight end, Keegan Baxter, but he was looking for Wells, and a great job there by Harvey under a whole lot of pressure from Max McBride, threw it against his body, and now it's fourth down and short. Do they go for it again in their own territory? It looks like it. they're at their own 40-yard line, and this is fourth at about two and a half. Yeah, we'll call it three. And they are coming up. And they are going to go in under center. It's going to be Austin Harvey. Got that eye formation behind him, and they'll fake the handoff. Pressure coming. Harvey throws the ball, and it's going to be complete. All the way out to the 30-yard line, down to the 27. A well-thrown ball to Keegan Baxter, and Harvey, as he was being hit, was able to make the delivery, and it'll be first and 10 here for the Indians, their best field position of the game. Nice job by Baxter. Great throw by Harvey. He hits about as far as he's going to chuck the football tonight. But it worked, and that's the first big play of this football game for the Indians. And they are at the 27, their best field position, as you said, uh, trailing 6 to nothing with 5.45 to go here in the third quarter. And Harvey, the 170-pound senior, knew he was going to get hit right in the ribs when he let go of the football. They'll run the 
Handoff right up the middle here. Again, Connor Wells just goes straight ahead. You're just handing off. Either you're going off the right guard or the left guard. They, that, when Wells runs the football, that's right up the middle, and he's going to gain about four. And that's got to give you a little more pep in the step now if you're broken bow. It's, they're physical, and they'll pound it. At some point, you want to have some success somewhere along the line. They finally got the big play. Well, Carney Catholic got the big play. That led to their only score of the football game, only score of the game for either squad, and we'll see what that long throw does here for the Indians as they face it now second and six from the 23. Again, that tight eye formation and a little bit of movement on that left side as the left tackle is going to be uh, called for a five-yard penalty, and it'll be second and 11 here. As, again, another pre-snap penalty here for the Indians. That is, what is their fifth now of the game? And Carney Catholic's bringing up pressure. They're showing blitz on the run blitz, and it is uh, getting them to twitch a little bit. Well, you can shoot yourself in your foot. It makes it pretty hard to run the football, and it'll be second and 11 now from the 28. That'll take away a little bit of that momentum that uh, Broken Bow built after that nice long pass. Delivering the play here is going to be Caden McKean, who comes into the huddle. Gets the orders here from Carly Wells, and we'll have Austin Harvey direct traffic here, and he'll come up and step in under center. Right behind him, right in his back pocket, is his fullback, Connor Wells. And they're going to pitch the ball to the eye back. And Schweitzer will try to get to the edge. And Carney Catholic, great job of extending things east and west here. And uh, it's going to be a very short gain on the play here for Schweitzer. Going to give him two, it looks like, Randy, maybe a yard and a half. And I'll tell you what, let's give credit. Riley Greaser, that's not a name that is bantered about a whole bunch when it comes to uh, football players. And he's done a great job running the ball, and he's been outstanding tonight on defense. He'll be third and nine after Greaser covered a lot of ground to make that tackle. And you've got a, a running back with a good head of steam there in Schweitzer, and he was able to hit him low, not give up any yards. They're going to throw a quick little pass on this right side, try to cut back in on that little bubble screen, if you will, and they're going to gain about three, maybe four on the play, and it's going to be fourth and five or six. We'll see exactly where they unstack this. Quentin Coble on the old Florida wide receiver screen out there, trying to get all kinds of blockers out in front of you, and it's going to be a minimal gain, Randy, maybe a yard and a half, but they're in a have-to-go-for-it situation. Uh, can't kick a 42-yard field goal. It's fourth and seven. Well, they don't even kick extra points, so they uh, they obviously are going to be going for it here on fourth and seven from the 25. You would think this would be a throwing situation. It would be for most teams, but we'll see what Broken Bow does here on fourth and seven from the 25. Again, in under center here is going to be Austin Harvey. Eye formation. He's looking to throw the football. Pressure coming right up the middle, and he's got to roll out. He'll throw it left side. It's going to be swatted away by Mahoney, and it'll go incomplete. Good pressure initially by Carney Catholic, and then it was just swarmed to wherever the football goes, and Brett Mahoney swats it away, and that'll be a turnover on downs here for Broken Bow. I believe the third time they've done that here in the game. Yeah, they've only punted twice, don't have a point on the board. They tried to get it to Zach Gaffney, but by the time it was thrown out there, there was a quartet of stars. They were trying to go max protect. And after that uh, deep ball that was caught by Baxter, Carney Catholic's defense is then able to stiffen, and it will be first and 10 for them at the 25-yard line. This will be their second possession of the second half. They lead it 6 to nothing. Mahoney will have Greaser to his left, a couple of wideouts off of either side, and Greaser just goes right up the middle, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. We'll see where they unstack it as there's a huge pile of humanity in there. 
You got all the clowns in the same car there, and there's a gain of about two yards as got they an, unstack it. Got an update from Ord. Carney Catholic volleyball playing there. Ord took the first set, but Carney Catholic took sets two and three, and they are up in the fourth. That quad formation here on this right side, and we'll see whether or not they go with the screen there. A lot of times they'll run to the short side of the field. They are on the left hash here. Greaser checks out his wristband as Mahoney looks over here to his wide receivers on this right side. Second and eight. Still have time to run the play here. And they're going to run a little zone read. Quarterback going to keep it. Mahoney right up the middle. And he'll take it out to about the 35-yard line. And that'll be close to enough for a first down. Nice little gain there. It's going to be third and very manageable here for the Stars. Well, they have a beautiful facility here at Mark Russell Field. And I just wanted to check out the fans and uh, they've got a good crowd. It's just that it spreads them out here. So maybe it's not as loud as one would anticipate, but there haven't been a lot of crowd cheering plays out there. Well, we got 99 seconds to go here on Power 99 here from the third quarter. 6 nothing, Carney Catholic. Third and two from about the 33. And Mahoney will uh, hand off to Greaser. Greaser just trying to get the edge. He'll cut back to the inside just a little bit after he takes it around the edge. And he'll have enough for the first down. He'll gain about... Three and a half and only needed a good two. So Carney Catholic with their second first down of the quarter. That's only 36 yards unofficially for Riley Greaser. And coming over again, it's Wells on the tackle. And Greaser's averaging 164 yards a game, if that gives you an idea of how well this broken bow defense has been playing here tonight. So minute 10 to go, first and 10 from the 37. Carney Catholic's second possession of the second half with a 6-0 lead. And Mahoney will run that little zone read. Greaser goes right up the middle. He'll be tripped up after he crosses the 40-yard line, out maybe to the 41. That'll be a gain of about five as we've entered the final minute here of the third quarter. Again, if Carney Catholic can find a way, get up by a couple of scores, that will put an entirely different uh, tint on our fourth quarter. Six-nothing stars, final minute of this third quarter. They scored with 19 seconds to go in the second quarter, set up on a 33-yard reception by Schmatterer. Greaser then took it in from one. So it'll be second, and we'll call it six here. And room and time to throw here for Mahoney. Mahoney will throw it, and he's got a man wide open and could not find Garrett Schmatterer. Schmatterer lost his defender, Caden McKean, and if those two connect, we're lining up for an extra point. Well, there's the what I'd been talking about. They'd been flying, flying, sending everybody down the field. They finally ran something a little bit different. Uh, they didn't run a 30-yard pass. They ran a 15-yard pass, and Mahoney threw it like it was a 30-yard pass. Don't see that very often. He does not miss targets very often at all. It will make it third and six after the incompletion. Ball still at the 41-yard line, and they're looking on that far sideline, getting the instructions from Coach Harvey. I'd run it again, Randy. Yeah. Empty backfield. Three wide outs to the left, one to the right here. Excuse me, four to the left. And as you said, empty backfield with 22 seconds to go. Mahoney, and I think we had a little mood of movement, and that'll be a pre-snap penalty here on the Stars, and that'll make it now third and 11. And I think that's one of those that really frustrates you because it was on a wide receiver. Uh, And you look over there, Brett Mahoney actually was looking at the sidelines, and I don't think he could see... The play being rallied in, you could see him take a couple of steps, dip his head going, what do you want to call? I thought that the Stars were going to burn a timeout there, uh, but we never even got to the five-second count from the back judge. This time Mahoney runs over and gets the verbal instructions, much akin to what uh, Carney High does. 
as they'll give the instructions here to Mahoney. Again, empty backfield, and he's going to keep it himself, and that pocket is going to close immediately. Fighting off the blocker is going to be Sawyer Bumgardner, and then he'll get a little bit of help here from Keeper Anderson, and that quarterback draw was well-diagnosed by the Indians. That's just amazing. You've only got four men in on the rush, and they're able to make the tackle on the quarterback draw. No gain, and we'll head to the fourth quarter. Carney Catholic on top, six to nothing, but they'll be punting the ball away to the Indians when we return to Broken Bow right after this. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. Taco making is a team sport. Here at Amigos, we want you to join our roster of the most talented taco artists in Nebraska. When you work at Amigos, you'll be on a team of people who have each other's backs. We offer a fast-paced, friendly work environment and flexible scheduling to fit your busy life. Join our team, meet your amigos, and become a customer service expert, all while furthering your career. Be Amigos. Apply today at AmigosKings.com. Well, this one's tighter than a new pair of dress shoes as we start the fourth quarter. Six to nothing, Carney Catholic with the lead, but they've got to surrender the ball here to Broken Bow. Caden McKean is back deep to receive the punt here from Max McBride. McBride will be about the 21-yard line when he receives the snap here from Hoagland. And he's got it. Had a little trouble with the handle. He'll kick a fairly low line drive kick, and it's got a little backspin on it. And the Stars are going to have to deaden it after it gets to about the 38-yard line. So not bad field position here for Broken Bow. As, again, that first half, Carney Catholic had the better field position, and right now that's kind of advantage here for the Indians. That's only a 26-yard punt that time, Randy. And, again, the breeze is starting to freshen. It will be at the back here of Broken Bow, who threw for four yards in the first half. And then in the third quarter, Harvey was three for four for 44 yards, their 34-yard catch that really got him set up but uh, could not score with the best field position down at the Stars' 27-yard line on that completion. And that has helped them with field position here as they'll start here first and 10 from the 39. Again, the I formation. It'll be Wells right behind him. Harvey looking to throw the football, and they're going to get him. O'Brien. O'Brien coming right up the middle, and again, that coverage, a little pump fake there by the senior quarterback, and O'Brien just kept coming and ate up the quarterback. That's a big sack. That's a 10-yard loss. It's the first time that they have gotten to Harvey in this football game. was going to tell you that unofficially 88 yards rushing in the football game for this football team, and only nine of that was in this last quarter. So now you've got a lot more work to do, and this is not a team that really wants to be back there and dropping back, especially when you know they're going to have to do it. Austin Harvey will be in under center. Again, that tight eye formation. They'll just hand the ball off to the uh, fullback coming right up the middle. Connor Wells, and there's a lot of contact in there, and I think we got ourselves a flag. They're coming in to discuss things. That flag came right at the end too, Randy. That's a face mask on Carney Catholic. They did not indicate that that was a personal foul, so it will be a five-yard variety, it would appear. But you get the down over. So you get to play second down again after you gain a little bit over five yards on that play. 
So you were looking at uh, probably third and 18 or so without that penalty, but instead it's going to be second and 13. Carney Catholic now five penalties for 40 yards, six penalties for 35 yards in the game for Broken Bow. Five of those are false starts. And again, that tight eye formation, a couple of tight ends. They'll hand it off to Schweitzer. Schweitzer off that left tackle is going to be knifed under there by Sire. And he'll be tackled after he crosses the 40-yard line out to about the 42. That'll be a, a gain of six, and it's going to set up now third and eight. Unofficially, just to let you know where we are, six first downs for the Stars, five in the game for Broken Bow. You got anything different than that, Randy? No, that's exactly what I have here with 10.25 to go here, fourth quarter. And again, this game moving very, very quickly, somewhat reminiscent of the Carney Catholic St. Paul game, which was really a slugfest. You're listening to KKPR FM, Carney, Mason City, Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is a big one. Third down, Austin Harvey. Half He's going to pitch it out. Yep, halfback pass. Schweitzer has time to throw. He'll step up into double coverage, and it's going to be incomplete. There was Carson Murphy to jump for the ball. He missed it. And then Caden McKean had a shot at it for Broken Bow. He missed it as well. Both number ones had a legitimate chance of reeling that one in. It falls incomplete, and it's now fourth and eight, and the Stars breathe a sigh of relief. Like to say that Carney Catholic had it covered, except that McKean did get behind. It looked like it was going to be underthrown. And the next thing you know, it's in McKean's hands, and it went right through the breadbasket. Well, Murphy was where you want him to be, but he misplayed the ball. He misread that football, and they will punt the ball here as it's going to be Baxter in punt formation. And he'll punt it right up in the middle. It's a short punt, and Carney Catholic's going to get away from it as it will die down at about the 25-yard line. And I'll tell you what, Aaron O'Brien could not get away from that football quick enough. It was chasing him. Yeah, it was. The ball bounced, and it ends up being a 33-yard punt with about 15 yards of roll. As the snap went high, he had to get rid of it. He kicked the toe, and it just went straight up in the air. But on the end over end, they got the bounce. Ten minutes to go, Randy. Six-nothing, Carney Catholic. And you just get the feeling now the Stars, whatever. They just want to survive and get out of here with a win because yeah. this has been a tough one. Yeah, move some sticks, eat some clock, and if you can get some points, that might be more than enough. They're going to empty the backfield. Four wideouts to the right. They'll move Greaser in that right side as well, and they're going to throw that little wide receiver screen, and Sire makes one man miss. There's a flag down, and he'll go down to that sideline on the right side. That more than likely is going to be a hold here on Carney Kathleen, and that's going to negate what would have been a gain of 12. Right at that first down marker, no doubt about it. It's at the point of contact. Those are some of the hardest plays to make happen, and that's one of the reasons. Even if you get it blocked well, you've got to block it perfectly to get a big play, and the Stars now are going to face first and 20, Randy. And that's the could, first time that they've done that bubble that they haven't run the football. No, and and the, the thing about that play, you cannot hide. You, you commit a holding out there. Centers and guards, we always got away with it in the middle of all that humanity. Those guys on that wing over there, they're not, they're not going to get away with it. So it'll be first and about 20 here for Carney Catholic. They'll keep a uh, running back in here for Mahoney as Greaser's with him. One wide out, split out wide to the right, one in the slot to the left, and they're going to run to this uh, right side. Mahoney's going to cut back against the grain, and again, he'll be tackled by you-know-who, Connor Wells, as he'll gain about five or six on the play, and it's going to set up now second and long here for the Stars. They'll still have about uh, 14 to go. Broken Bow had that baby covered. That was supposed to be option outside. 
and there were so many red jerseys that Mahoney just cut it back up off of his left guard and got a pretty nice gain out of the deal. Well, obviously, Broken Bow knows a little bit of film study as well. <laughs> Second and 14, 9-19 to go here. Stars up 6 nothing. Mahoney's going to roll out. It's going to be a quarterback sweep, and he'll follow his big lead blocker right up the middle, and he'll go right after Jake Masker's backside there, and he's going to gain only about four or five yards. As, again, good uh, surge, good uh, penetration there by Broken Bow. Here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing some Thursday night football while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. So third and ten, that ten-yard hold. Carney Catholics needs to find some way to erase that. Mahoney's going to throw the ball on this left side, and it's going to be dropped. That looked like that was going to be enough for the first down, or at least very close to it. And Max McBride could not reel that one in, and he's looking at his hands like he's been betrayed. In the second half, Carney Catholic is 0 of 4 in the air. And that one was one that they should have had, and Max McBride would be the first guy to tell you that. As it is, he's got to make a catch here as the punter with the clock stopped at, with 8.38 to go, fourth quarter. And again, the Indians will send back their uh, kick return guy, Coble. He'll be about the 40-yard line. A little bit of pressure coming. It'll have a little bit of a spiral to it as it bounces at about the 47. We'll roll inside the 40 down to about the 39, and that is where the Stars will deaden it. Isaiah Gaunt, we call his name a lot on special teams. He'll uh, touch the ball down at the 39-yard line. And now, again, fairly good field position for Broken Bow. Plenty of time here for the Indians. They still get to play their brand of football down only 6 nothing. 36-yard punt, no return from Ord. Carney Catholic wins the fourth set, 25-12. So the Stars bounce back if it was a little sluggish at the start from the Tuesday five-set loss to uh, Grand Island Central Catholic. They win in four, and congratulations again to Ashley Keck breaking the school record Tuesday with 35 kills. Harvey will hand the ball off right up the middle, and again, everybody is in a tight bunch there. Connor Wells will get knifed in, and there'll be a gain of about a yard and a half. That's about it. Bottom of the pile for Carney Catholic here is going to be Dylan Murs. Also down there getting his jersey, jersey dirty is Corn Conrad. And again, those biggins are doing a pretty good job of just making a pile. Gavin Drumheller in there as well. Well, Broken Bow's down to two possessions, if that. And they've got to find a way to pop another big one. They have not popped a true big one. Their 15-yard run was kind of a gimme with 20 seconds to go in the first half and then that 34-yard pass play. So under center again here is going to be Harvey. And he'll hand the ball out to Schweitzer. Schweitzer will go off that left side, follow the block from his fullback, Wells. And that's not a bad little run here. That's going to make things manageable as it's going to be a third down, and we'll call it four. And, again, we've seen Broken Bow go for it several times if they're within one or two yards on fourth down. But first things first here, the Stars have to find some way of keeping them from getting four yards here on third down. Well, for Coach Wells, in his dreams right now, he's saying, I want to just continue this and this time we don't get stopped. They could use six minutes plus on a drive here and get this thing tied. Again, Carney Catholic had an unsportsmanlike conduct on their touchdown, so the PAT was just missed with the added yards. And they will go with basically two fullbacks, one to the right side, quarterback keeper. He's going to follow them all the way up the middle, and in the space here is Harvey. Harvey bounces out to the 30 at the 20. He's got one man to beat, and he's going to be wrestled down by Mandernack at about the 13-yard line. What a play. 
Quarterback quarterback draw behind Cyrus Wells. Wells cleared it out, and that's the first time they've run that all night long, and there is the big play. That's your power football with your quarterback, and they're able to get it down to the 15. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 15, and again, Mandernak was able to fight his way through a would-be blocker and make the tackle. The only guy left. 39-yard run. So Harvey now under center. Tie-dye formation behind him. 6-0 is our score. Handoff right up the middle for Wells. And, again, tough sledding there for Connor Wells. But he's able to power forward, and he'll gain about two and a half, three yards. For Carney Catholic, the thing here is, Randy, they've got to play just like they were at midfield because Broken Bow still wants to run the football. They still want to get that first down, get a first and goal maybe inside the five. Don't worry that it's at the 15-yard line because they have to they have to get it in the end zone, and they haven't done it all night. Well, he drove a little bit, did Connor Wells, but they're going to say his knee slipped and hit. So it's only a gain of about one on the play, the official right there to mark it, and it will be a second and nine. Harvey will run a little counter here. Ball's on the ground, and falling on it is going to be broken bow. Schweitzer was able to find it, as that's really the first time on that option that we've seen the Indians put the ball on the turf. I thought they were trying to run quarterback follow again there, Randy. Uh, I think Harvey wanted to keep it on the same play that he just busted for 39 yards, and Schweitzer decided, no, I'm going to keep the football. They are going to lose a yard on the play. So it will be third and ten, and Broken Bow wants to talk about it. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. Big couple of plays coming up here. It is 6-0 Kearney Catholic. 5.34 to go, fourth quarter. Third and 10 from the 15 for the Indians when we return after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best-known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters, and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy. It's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices at Builders and Carney in Grand Island. You get up at 5.30 in the morning through the summers to head to the weight room for moments just like this. Third and 10 with 5.34 to go here in the fourth quarter. And Carney Catholic's defense needs to find some way to keep Broken Bow out of the end zone. This is the deepest threat that the Indians have had. And uh, if the Stars can keep them out, time would certainly be on their favor. But this, without a doubt, is four-down territory here for the Indians. So Harvey will step in under center. Again, that tie-dye formation behind him. Another fullback to the right, and they're going to look to throw the football. Harvey has time to throw. Now he steps up. He'll roll out to his right, still looking to throw, and he'll throw the ball down as a little dump-off, and it's going to be dropped here for the Indians. That would have been a gain maybe of four yards on the play as uh, his relief valve was Connor Wells, and Wells couldn't reel it in. And there's uh, a towel down. That's not a flag, so it'll be fourth and ten. Looked like they wanted to run the wheel route maybe to Schweitzer out of the backfield uh, going from right to left, and Carney Catholic had it covered. So after that, that was quickly becoming a coverage sack situation here. So fourth and 10 from the 15 here for the Indians. And Carney Catholic is uh, trying to extol their sideline over there. And we'll see what they can do here on fourth and 10 from the 15 out of the pistol formation. Harvey looking to throw. We'll throw it on this right side. It's going to be caught. And is it enough for the first down? It's awfully close. Leaning in there. That is enough for a first down. 
great job in space, leaning the ball forward by Caden McKean. They had four wideouts, and that spread Carney Catholic out. Good pocket presence there by Harvey, and they got ten and a half when they needed ten. And again, McKean was able to lean the ball forward as he was going out of bounds, and that made all the difference. So it'll be first and goal here for the Indians. Now, again, they had they got in the red zone uh, a few times against Ord and had trouble getting into the end zone. Here under center is going to be Harvey. And Harvey's going to keep it. Harvey off that left side. He's going to be wrapped up after he gains a couple of yards. And uh, Brant Christner on the tackle. Mandernack shot through there, and that allowed Christner to wrap him up and put him down. Going to be nothing there. But, again, that was quarterback follow, and Harvey, the hole, was plugged that time. No gain. So we'll call it uh, four to go here. Second and goal. We're inside of five minutes to go here in, dare we say, regulation. So Cardi Catholics needs to find a way to dig in deep here. And again, you guarantee you that Austin Harvey's going to be in under center. There's that I formation behind him. And he'll follow his lead blockers, and he'll be pulled down short of the goal line. Boy, had some good uh, pulling on that one, had some good surge. And among those in on the tackle for Carney Catholic was Tyson Renninger on the backside, but does pick up a couple of yards that time. Yeah, Renninger, when you when you come in on that backside, you run the risk of giving up a couple of yards, and they did, but at least Renninger with a good solid tackle once he got there. And it's going to be third and goal, a gain maybe of one. We'll call this from the three-yard line. 6 nothing, Carney Catholic, no scoring in the second half, 4-10 to go. Harvey under the center. And he's looking to throw. Pressure coming. Throws on his left side, and it is going to be incomplete. They had it there momentarily as they threw it over there to Wells, and it's going to be slapped out of his mitts. Mandernack, just looking in the eyes, stuck his hand out there, Randy, and knocked that ball away because he was open, and Mandernack just got his mitt on it. And now here we go. Timeout, broken bow to discuss the biggest play of the season for them. Four minutes to go here in regulation. Six-nothing Carney Catholic. Fourth and goal from the three for the Indians. When we return after this timeout, brought to you by ENT Position. Do you want a quality C that has a focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties, specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most. No matter where you farm, Prairie Valley has the seed for where you are. To learn more or to find a local dealer, visit Prairie Valley. Seeds.com or contact an Aurora Co-op representative. So Mandernack got a hand in there, and not only did he have the head in there, he kept it in there because it was starting to be wrestled away. Mandernack's pay, pass breakup here is going to set up now fourth and three from the three, fourth and goal from the three with four minutes to go here. And Carney Catholic has a lot of work to do in this one up only 6 nothing. Well, Carney Catholic has run into a great Broken Bow team here, especially defensively, and Broken Bow couldn't ask for much more. They needed this to be a knockdown, drag out, low scoring. Hopefully they'd get a couple of big plays, and they have, but it may come down to this. The Indian fans are in full throat as it is fourth and goal from the three. Under center is going to be Harvey. Harvey, that eye formation behind him, Fakes the handoff, rolls out to his right. It's a quarterback keeper. They try to keep him out of the end zone, and they cannot. He gets the pylon. Harvey dives in from that corner, got the pylon, and we are tied at six. 
and that is a great play call. The first time they've called that one tonight. And again, Harvey had to reach the ball over the pylon. I'm not sure any of his body got into the end zone, but it was definitely a touchdown. He stretched it out there. O'Brien, Schmatterer, and Sire all made contact, but you just haven't seen that play tonight. And now it comes down to a two-point conversion because Broken Bow doesn't kick. So O'Brien will come out of the game. He made the tackle as he made good hard contact there, and uh, they're checking him out on that far sideline. So here's the play for two, again in under center. They'll hand it off to Schweitzer. Schweitzer on that left side. They run in there, and they say, no, he did not get it. The Broken Bow fans, the Broken Bow players thought they had it, but the official on that far side says no conversion. We're still tied at six. That was close. Schweitzer, as they unpile him here, Randy, you could look that he ran into Dylan Mers, and you could tell that his shoulders were back. He couldn't extend the football. Mers had him piled up like a kitten trying to roll up in a ball like you would see. He just was that close. He was that close. Well, that time they could not extend it. They extended it on the touchdown, and they tie it at six. There is three 54 to go here in the fourth quarter. The Indians will be kicking off to the Stars right after this. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. We are tied in great point, a great extent here, because of a 15-yard penalty after Kearney Catholic's touchdown that made their long kick a little bit more difficult. And then the try for two for the Indians after their touchdown, so neither team has converted after scoring touchdowns. And we've got 3.54 to go. And we are now deadlocked at six. Kickoff here is going to go to that right side. Carney Catholic at the 20 will have it. And they've got a little bit of a seam, and they're going to bust it out to the right side. One man left as I think it's Sire that's making the return on that right side. And he's going to bring out the midfield. It'll be first and 10 from the 49. The kicker got him. Or you would have had a deflated, broken bow crowd. But once again, Carney Catholic with great field position. They're going to go into a little bit of a wind. You may only need a Max McBride field goal. And again, this is the best field position for Carney Catholic here in the second half. And they will start on the positive side of the 50. First and 10 from the 49. You would think you probably need to get two or three first downs here. And if you can do that, you can milk the clock as well. But first things first, we've got to move the sticks at least one time. And so Mahoney will call it out with Greaser to his right. He's got two wide receivers on either side of the field. And, no, they fake the handoff. Right up the middle is going to be Mahoney. Mahoney's going to drive forward. He's going to be close to a first down as number 11 will take it out to the 41. That ball got down around his hip too, Randy. That was very close to sliding out of there after the initial contact. And, again, Carney Catholic has zero passing yards in the second half. Second and a short one here for the Stars. 3.22 to go in a six-all football game. Mahoney will call it out. He will hand it off to Greaser. Greaser has enough of the first down, and there he's going to be stood up. He was trying to get a little bit more. He got out to the 40-yard line, and that's going to be it. And they're going to say that he's just inches short. Boy, he had it, and I think he gave it up to try to get more yards. 
looked like when he was first hit, it just kind of drove him back. I agree with you, Randy. I thought he had enough forward momentum to move the sticks, but if they can convert here, that probably even works out better. The Stars do have all their timeouts. So third and the length of a football here. They'll go out of that pistol formation. Greaser will be to the left of Mahoney. And Mahoney's going to keep it himself. He'll get enough for the first down. He'll lunge forward, and there is a flag that comes down late. And a lot of times when that late flag comes in like that, that could be a face mask. Well, he was trying to find Greaser, but I think Greaser uh, just got bounced on the right side, and so he took it off the left. They are going to move the ball here. I have not seen the white hat make an indication of what it is. It is a face mask, and it will be that five-yard variety. That'll be the first penalty of the second half, or the fourth quarter, excuse me, after a four-yard gain by Mahoney. So first and ten from the 32, tied at six. Stars are moving it. They've got a couple of first downs in this drive, and we got two and a half to go. Each team has their full complement of timeouts left. So we'll see how we extend the final 220 here. Deep behind Mahoney is going to be Greaser. And they're going to hand it off to Greaser. Greaser on that left side, going to be hit. After he gains maybe two yards, he might be able to pull the pile forward for that third yard. And they're going to break the ball down to about the 30-yard line. So right now, you're looking at a 47-yard field goal, which tonight might be right on the edge of anything Greaser could do with the footing being a little suspect and going into a little bit of a wind. He's made a 45-yarder earlier this year. So second and eight. Stars looking to get another first down here, and they'll hand it off to Greaser. Greaser with a little stiff arm, but the tackler fights his way through it, and they'll bring him down at about the 26. That'll be a gain of about four. We'll see what kind of forward progress they give him there. Yeah, it'll be about the – no, they're getting him back to the 27. And they did not rule him out of bounds, Randy. They say that they stood him up before they went out, so the clock continues to run with a minute 20 in a 6-6 game. So third and five here. And the officials stop the clock for. We've got one of the reason. linebackers. Either the shoe came off or it's untied. And now they're ready, now to, we're go. ready to go. Now we're ready to go. Yeah, so they'll start the clock here with a minute 14 to go. Deadlocked at six. Third and five from the 30. Mahoney hands off to Greaser. Greaser just puts his head down. Lunges forward. And he'll gain seven. Just a quick little hitter. He was not doing any shaking and baking there. He was just running behind those pads. And with a minute six to go, the Stars are getting closer and closer to that field goal range. Broken Bow just tied it on their last possession. A minute to go. So they'll hand the ball off to Greaser. Greaser again right up the middle. He's going to be stood up once he got there, and he's going to have no gain. He'll be back to the line of scrimmage, and that is going to be it. Tackle led again here by Bumgardner. We've called his name a lot. So again, a loss of a yard on the play, and Carney Catholic will use their first time out here of the second half with exactly 50 seconds to go in the ball game. 6-6, you're listening to High School Football here on Power 99. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Coming up. 
at the end of the ball game. We will have the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, a chance to chat with Coach Rashawn Harvey as their undefeated season is on the line right now, Randy. Very much in peril. Second and 12 from the 23. Again, they, uh, they're they close to field goal range. They certainly could attempt it, but this is no gimme right now. They still would like to get another five to seven yards at least here on second and 12. Mahoney has Greaser to his left. You got to think a run blitz is coming here by Broken Bow. Handoff right up the middle, and Greaser will just go into that pile, and he'll bring it inside the 20-yard line down to about the 18. That's a nice little gain of five, and that is what you're looking for if you're Carney Catholic. Well, they're setting up for a field goal, yeah, Randy. They, they don't want to make a mistake. They don't want an errant pass. They don't want a turnover. So now third and seven, they want to get it wherever Max McBride likes to kick it from. And they are going to let that clock run, both Broken Bow and Carney Catholic. Moving the clock here. 23 seconds left. Hand off to Greaser right up the middle. Greaser will get it toward the middle, and it will be brought down at about the 16-yard line. And a timeout being called here by Carney Catholic as we uh, face fourth down. And they stop the clock with 17 to go. So the ball will be at the 16-yard line. It'll be a 33-yard field goal attempt with 17 seconds to go. We'll just keep it here. And this is what it comes down to. Carney Catholic scored with 19 seconds to go in the first half. Broken bow on their last possession, able to move the football down the field. They had a big 39-yard run by Austin Harvey, their biggest run of the night. Got it first and 10 at the 15, and then scored on fourth and goal from the three. And but it could g- not make the two-point conversion by about an inch. Yeah, and both teams are very close to getting their conversion. The one came after Carney Catholic was called for unsportsmanlike conduct on their touchdown run that made for a long field goal, uh, basically, for that extra point. And now a 33-yard kick here. It's about the same distance as they had tried, but the other direction here for the kicker. So big moment here for Max McBride. Ball will be right in the middle of the football field, Randy. Wind coming into his face as hard as it's blown the entire second half, but it's only about 8 to 10 mile an hour. Let's see if Bo uses their last timeout. Hoagland will snap it. Mahoney will hold. And then the kick coming up by McBride. Low snap, good hold. The kick is up. It is long enough, and it is good. 12.6 to go here, and the Stars are back on top. Max McBride drains the 33-yard field goal with plenty of leg to spare, and the Stars are now on top 9-6. to Wow. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And you watch how hard this Broken Bow team has fought. And unless something quirky happens on... Oh, no. And now we've got a penalty flag thrown on the head coach of Broken Bow. Well, that's going to cost them 15 yards that they cannot afford here. As Carney Catholic now will basically be able to kick it from midfield. I don't know what Carly Wells thought he did or didn't see out there but was unhappy about something and was about three or four yards on the field just trying to, I'm sure, get the attention. And the side judge had had enough and dropped the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Well, both of our uh, 15-yard penalties after scoring plays have, uh, in my opinion, been somewhat touchy. And it's had an impact. It had an impact when Carney Catholic could not get the extra point. It's got an impact here because the Indians, when they cannot afford 
to give up 15 yards. They gave up 15 yards. Yeah, that's a tough one, Randy. No doubt about it. It's been such a good football game. You, you hate to see that happen, but, again, we didn't hear it, and they very well be absolutely the right call. But as it is, it's uh, definitely taking the Broken Bow fan out of uh, this environment because they have battled really, really hard, and this has turned into a heck of a football game, which we really anticipated. We thought this would be, what's the phrase, slobber knocker? And that's been exactly that. Man. So now at the 45-yard line, kicking the ball here is going to be Max McBride. And, and you just bomb sp- this through the yeah, end zone, I Randy. split the uprights. I don't mess with it. Yeah, you give them no chance at a squib, anything like that. You don't want any Music City miracle or any weird thing here. Just punch this into the end zone and make him start at the 20. So after draining the 33-yard field goal, Max McBride now will come up and kick this one off and see if we punch this through the end zone. And that one's going to be a little bit shorter. He'll be picked up after a high kick down to about the five-yard line. And they're going to pull him down. Quinton Coble is going to be pulled down at about the 12-yard line. Max McBride on the tackle after making that nice kickoff. And, again, the positive thing to this is two things here, Doug. It took a few seconds off the clock, and the ball is only at the 16-yard line. So that worked pretty well. Yeah, that was gambling a little bit, but Broken Bow had to field the football because it was kicked so high, who knows if it would have even backspin. bounced into the end zone. And so they had to field it, and instead of getting the ball at the 20, they will get the ball at the 12, and they have elected here, Randy, to use their final timeout instead of having a chance to maybe get two plays, then this will be the last play of the football game. Even with nine seconds, unless they get out of bounds, this would end up being the last one incomplete. I get all that. But yeah. even if you had some big play and a first down, I don't think you could get a second snap off. Yeah, you're drawing something in the dirt here. This is the back page of the playbook here. If you've got that hook and lateral or anything like that, that's where you break it out here as the ball will be at the 12-yard line. And Carney Catholic with a 9-6 to lead. After having great field position the entire first half, it was 6 nothing at halftime. And then with a little bit less than four minutes to go in the game, Austin Harvey was able to get it in by inches. And then the uh, try for two failed by inches. And then Carney Catholic took the ensuing drive down, and Max McBride drained the 33-yard field goal. You're caught up. It's 9-6, to six, nine seconds to go. And we're about to find out how far Austin Harvey can throw the football. He will be out of the pistol formation they'll probably have to roll him out a little bit and he's going to throw the ball left side and here we go hook and lateral and here comes the show and nowhere to go the ball is fumbled and it's on the ground and uh that is going to eat up in all nine seconds the ball is fumbled and they could not pick it up and uh, we'll see whether or not they run out of time there are zeros on the clock the officials are huddling up to see i think carney catholic came up with a football Keegan Baxter made the catch. He was turning around. That's the end of the game. To uh, try to pitch it, and there was his, his pitch guy couldn't get out there because he was being blocked. So they didn't get about 18 yards on that, Randy, but it, it does end the football game. And Broken Bow, uh, again, a great effort here, and uh, just not enough offense to be able to win this football game. And if you're going to do the things that Carney Catholic wants to do, you've got to win games like this where your defense shows up where you play a conservative style of offense where you don't hurt yourself. And that's one thing about it for Carney Catholic. They really did not make those big mistakes as uh, they did not turn the ball over here in the game. Broken Bow 
one was a long pass on third down, which basically was a punt, but then that muff. But really, uh, turnovers were not much of a factor for either one of these two squads, except it did work against Broken Bow in terms of field position in that first half. Well, another big play was the kick return after Broken Bow scored. Carney Catholic yeah. returned it all the way to the 49-yard line and uh, didn't kick that field goal until there were 12 seconds left. So they needed all of those yards. A big play uh, in this football game. We will talk with Rashad Harvey and have the new West Post game show when we return. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you, offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan where our customers say that's where we always go. This is the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. And I think a lot of Carney Catholic fans may want to see New West about uh, heart palpitations because this one was an exciting football game. Max McBride hit a 33-yard field goal with 12 seconds to go. That is the difference as the Stars remain undefeated with a 9-6 win here in Broken Bow. Well, we'll get a chance to talk with Coach Harvey here in a little bit, but uh, this might have been a little tighter. And this was, uh, Randy, you're going to have to go back quite a ways to find a, a game, and, and the one that pops up to me was the last time Kearney Catholic was shut out, a Sutton game at Miles Field. What was that, three years ago, four yeah, years yeah, ago? Four, I think. Where they probably 
had this little of offense in a game. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, that was a good four years ago where they really were kind of shut down. But, again, one of the nice things about Kearney Catholic this year is they didn't really feel the need to press the panic button because defensively they played so well, and you never really got the feeling that Broken Bow was going to score more than maybe one touchdown. Now, granted, they were inches away from actually taking the lead with a two-point conversion, but uh, Kearney Catholic – Obviously, this is very tight, but they also didn't feel like they had to roll the dice a lot and take a lot of risks on offense. And a lot of people will say, well, even if they'd have made the two-point conversion, Carney Catholic kicked the field goal. It's a whole oh, different animal. It's so different oh, when you're yeah. behind yeah. than when you're tied. Yeah, that's that you play a little bit tighter. And, again, that kickoff return by Carson Murphy that got them out to midfield, that was a huge moment in this game as well. Things that we'll look at here is – Carney Catholic will definitely have some improvement to make. Uh, what are the differences between these teams that always put themselves in the playoff hunt? And Carney Catholic's made deep runs in the state playoffs. They will have to find a way to get a little bit better on offense. It hurt them against St. Paul. It hurt them here again tonight. And they've struggled against the better teams. And they're going to get a heck of a test next week against Adam Central, who's been playing defensive football too. And we've been talking the last few times that Carney Catholic and Adam Central have gotten together. It's been a pretty high-scoring affair. And uh, Carney Catholic's offense is going to have to find their, their sea legs a little bit more next week when they travel to uh, Adam Central. And it'll be interesting, uh, again, Cyrus Wells didn't play tonight for Broken Bow. Whether he had just enough speed or more power to open things up a little bit, I guess we'll never know. But they have three or four running backs, as we've talked about. A whole stable, yeah. That, that uh, can do the job. And they did well, but they were held in check. I mean, Carney Catholic's defense was outstanding. I think Broken Bow's was better. But Carney Catholic's defense has been playing well for most of the season. They did again here tonight. Uh, just a couple of big plays, and we talked about it at halftime. The only way Broken Bow, it seemed, would have a chance in the game is to hit a couple of big plays. They had a big pass of 34 yards, and they had a big run of 39 yards. Yeah, and and again, that was a brilliant call on their touchdown run as well. We haven't seen them really kind of run that uh, somewhat of a quarterback a slash bootleg and also uh, power football that they got with that three-yard touchdown run. And I'll tell you what, they wouldn't have made it from three and a half yards. I always, it, it's an eight-man play. Yeah, it is. We talked about it in the pregame. It's an eight-man play. I've seen Overton run it. I've seen Elm Creek run it. It's it's basically your quarterback follows the running back around end, whichever side you want to go, and and you have an extra blocker that way. And they've already got so many backs in the backfield and ends, and they didn't even use wide receivers until they needed to. I mean, it was obvious when they, they didn't have a single wide out set when they did want to throw the ball, and they were much more effective in the second half. They had three yards passing in the first half, and they had about 74 or 73 in the second half. Yeah, and we talked about the fact that uh, uh, Coach Wells, really kind of an eight-man coach, and that might be a little bit of a factor here because, again, as you said, if they could kick an extra point, if they had somebody that they developed in their special teams to be able to kick an extra point, if it's seven to six, it is an entirely different field to this football game if they were able to uh, kick that extra point instead of having to go for that two-point conversion. I've always felt, I always felt like you really got to try to develop somebody that can just get a 10-yard field goal. Dude, I've preached it for 25 years, yeah. more on the Doug and Daddy show, but I, I went to Sutton and Donovan Trumbull when they were making their runs in the playoffs, 11-man football teams. It's so prevalent in the eight-man game because you're so successful at making those two-point conversions. But I've said it. I'll say it again. This isn't a shot at Broken Bow. It's just something that's been said for – I've said forever – 
if you have time in practice, find a kid that can kick the ball, even if it's only a 20-yard field goal so you have a chance. And I get it. I get it. You are very successful with your two-point conversions, but you didn't need to. You needed one. Yeah, and again, if you can have that higher percentage play, you go with a higher percentage play because if you're down by a point, if you're down by two points, that is an entirely different vibe when you're kicking off, when you're receiving the football down versus being tied. Because you can, you're playing with the house money at that point. You can, you can take some risks. We'll take a break here on the New West Post Game Show, awaiting uh, Coach Harvey and a look at the final stats when we return. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And we're back here for our post-game show. Kind enough to join us after a hard-fought, and I do mean hard-fought win, is Rashawn Harvey, head football coach here for Carney Catholic. And, Coach, that was, that was a battle. That was a slobber knocker. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's a good football game. You know, as we as we said uh, preseason, I've all, always been saying that Broken Bowl is going to be a better team this year. And I'll tell you what, they're better in person than they are on film. Uh, they're big up front, and uh, they are just relentless in their running attack. Defensively, they had a great scheme tonight. Uh, kind of confused our line uh, with some things at times, how they uh, lined up uh, on the front line. Did a little things different in the secondary than, than we've seen all season. Uh, but I'm proud about how our kids responded. You know, I, like I told our kids over here, I've been around Carney Catholic a long time. There's been a lot of years defensively we would have folded with that type of physical football game. Our kids responded tonight. You know, they stiffened their back many times. Yeah, we gave up some fourth, you know, fourth down plays that could have, you know, turned the ball over to our possession. But our kids kept fighting and fighting, and they responded. Lots of events, you know, it just shows what we tell them. You know, our philosophy, an event plus a response, it was an outcome. There were different events throughout this game, and they responded, and they kept responding. They kept responding to get the desired outcome, and that was the win. Rashad Harvey with us here uh, in the post game. You kind of answered my question about they were better in person than, than what you expected. Yep. What about your in-game adjustments uh, uh, to what you tried to do? Because the passing game wasn't really there in the second half. In fact, mm-hmm. I believe it's zero yards. Yeah. Uh, I'll just flat out now because I already told our kids we couldn't we couldn't get off cover one tonight. That was the challenge for us tonight. I don't know what we had mentally. We dropped a key was the third and long. We dropped we dropped passes. We ran wrong routes tonight. We're, we don't sugarcoat it to our kids because that's not how they're going to get better. You know we we're going to watch the film. You know we hurt ourselves that time offensively, but it was great to have another aspect of our team that we can rely on tonight, and that was the defense and the special teams. Max McBride. Again, it comes clutch, but was better for us from last week was how um, our PAT field goal team blocked. You were there last week. We we gave up some blocked PAT field goals, and we made some adjustments in practice, worked on it a little longer, spent more time on it. You know, and it came true tonight. Guys held up front. We didn't get anybody through there. Max right down the, right down the middle. I don't know if it was right down the middle, but enough. It was <laughs> middle enough anyway. Uh, also on special teams, big mm-hmm. kickoff return. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what, how that unfolded, yeah. what you had called, and, and how well it worked. It has our normal kickoff return. We wanted to go to our sideline. You know, we did see some things on film that we thought we could get a big return. Uh, that one earlier in the game, Isaiah Gon was a little too far back, and we thought that would be successful also. But we knew if we could get the number one uh, R1 kicked out, 
you know, we had a seam because we had everybody sealed. So, you know, uh, I think that was Carson Murphy came across, kicked out R1, and we went, you know, right up to shoot and had a you know, great return, which, you know, was a catalyst to setting up that, that field goal to win the game. Obviously a whole lot easier starting mm-hmm. in midfield. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, get that I, momentum back. You know, play call is different when you, when you can start there. And we decided, you know, we're going to run behind our line, and then we're going to use Brett Mahoney and Riley Greaser, and that's what we did. And Brett ran tough on a couple of those runs to get some first downs. And the line did enough. Yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have a fantastic run game tonight. Don't matter. We won the game. Rashad Harvey with us here in the New West Post Game Show. Uh, just a couple of philosophical things that mm-hmm. normally you would have kicked a field goal after the punt uh, coverage, after the mm-hmm. field, or after Enough. the fumble recovery. Right. Uh, you elected to go for it on mm-hmm. fourth and ten, and most of the passing game was going deep, not a lot over the middle right. until the last series. There uh, was it just flat what you saw, and and why why did you make a couple of those decisions? You know, um, you know, we decided to go not go. That would have been a longer field goal there. You know, Max got kind of boogered up last week. So, you know, we kind of knew his range going into the game. So that was kind of in, in that decision. And we had a game plan was, you know, to kind of get vertical a little bit just because of what we've seen on, on film. Uh, they played, a, you know, a base cover three or a hybrid cover three. And, you know, we thought we should be able to get behind that. And we should have earlier. But, you know, again, we had some mental mis- mistakes tonight. Um, uh, in the passing game that, that caused us not to be able to do that. And we had other mental mistakes. You know, a you know, coaching point, you know, we go up 6-0, could have had an easy extra point, but we had a mental mistake. You know, I, I hear I get all these texts, hey, oh, Kale Conrad, you know, made a gesture to someone on the sideline. No, it was Riley Grease that spiked the ball is what it was. So if you listen out there, Riley Grease spiked the ball. Spiked the ball. <laughs> we didn't make any gesture to anyone on the sideline. So let's clear that up. And uh, that's what I thought happened is he yeah, spiked the yeah. ball. Yes. They didn't hear that from us. I, mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I know. Just saying, Rashad. It was on stride. I'll say it. <laughs> Whatever. It's on stride. I'll say it. All right. Hey, uh, uh, real quick, talk about the, the, the what you do with Max in mm-hmm. that situation. You're driving mm-hmm. for what? You, you're wanting to get a field goal. That's mm-hmm. all you need. What do you do with Max on the sideline during that drive? Because you use him sometimes on offense yeah. as well. Yeah. And so, uh, honestly, I don't know if he was out there. <laughs> Or not, and I was focused on trying to get the ball in the right spot. I did, uh, like, when we were at second down before we kicked, I'm yelling out, hey, somebody find Max. Ask where he wants the ball. Where does he want it? So he was off. He was out at that time, so he wanted the ball in the middle of the field. So we kept positioning. Uh, you know, some people want to take one last shot. You know, I didn't. I said, let's just get in the middle of the field and kick the, kick the field goal. We trust Max. And if we don't make it, wait, we just go to overtime. This wasn't 35-32. This was 6-6. Six to six. There was <laughs> right. definitely right there. Okay, you had to play the short week. It does give you a yep. bonus of yep. getting whatever it is, 24 hours of mm-hmm. healing up here and an extra day on Adams Central, who is starting to play football more like this than mm-hmm. what you guys would have played last year. Right. And so great thing about tonight, we had a second, in a sense, slobber knocker game. Okay, we had this, the uh, St. Paul game that prepared us for this game. Now we had this game. And hey, I don't, I don't know how many more physical, more physical teams than this we'll see. Maybe those guys up up north in blue, they are, and all that stuff. Other guys in red up that way. But this is a physical football team, and this, I think, this again prepares us for any moment, any event that we're gonna uh, take on the rest of the season. Hey, congratulations. That's a heck of a win. Thank you. Appreciate y'all covering the Stars. Rashawn Harvey, head coach of your Carney Catholic Stars. They win it by a score of 9-6, to six, and we'll take a look at the final numbers right after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Back here at Mark Russell Field, thanks again to Jeff Ellis, the athletic director at Broken Bow, as we take a look at the final stats of a ball game, starting with the unofficial numbers here for Broken Bow. Connor Wells, 13 carries, 51 yards. Ashton Schweitzer, 13 carries, 42 yards. Austin Harvey, 11 carries, 43 yards, and a lone touchdown. Unofficially, 37 rushing attempts for 136 yards for Broken Bow. Through the air, Harvey was 1 of 4 with a pick for 3 yards in the first uh, half of play. He was 5 of 8. No interceptions, no touchdowns for 72 yards in the second half. So 6 of 12 with a pick, 75 through the air, 136 on the ground, 211 yards, resulting in eight first downs, four punts for an average of about 33 yards. They had the two turnovers. Again, the interception was on third down and long. It basically was a punt, so uh, that worked out well. Eight penalties, a majority of those were false starts for 55 yards. Broken Bow will go to uh, four and two on the season, Randy, and still have a couple of tough games uh, coming up here uh, for the uh, Indians uh, because uh, they're going to play a couple more physical games before this one is uh, all said and done. Well, this whole district is pretty darn physical. Uh, Coming up next for them, they'll uh, travel to Holdridge next week. Then they've got Kozad here the week after that. And, uh, you know, Kozad, that's going to be a physical game as well. I'm going to tell you what, Kozad's probably sitting there tonight and they're probably here watching it going, hmm. Yeah, we can do this. We, we're not, we got a chance to win the district. Yeah. I mean, I know Adam Central's. They've already beat Adam Central. Right. So Kozad's got a legit chance here uh, for 
very good teams in Minden and Holdridge a little bit better, and we've got that game tomorrow night on Power 99. Unofficially, for Carney Catholic, I had Riley Greaser, 19 carries, 61 yards, and the lone touchdown for the Stars. Garrett Schmatterer, one carry, one yard. Brett Mahoney, 13 carries, 44 yards. That's 33 rushing attempts for 106 yards. Mahoney, 0 for 4 in the second half. They didn't have much possession in the fourth quarter to begin with, Uh, and so... 6 of 10, 37 yards. Randy, he had a 33-yard completion that set up the only uh, touchdown of the ball game. Carney Catholic, outside of that, threw it for four yards. That's just unfathomable. Yeah, it, you'd never see this out of them. And there was there was a few drops, yes, but, again, a lot of it was deep patterns that were well covered. And the, he just didn't have time to set up, really, and deliver the ball the way that we've kind of gotten used to him doing it because, as we said, Broken Bow was able to bring real good pressure, rushing only four, and that is not a recipe for success with your throwing game. 37 yards through the air, 106 on the ground. That's 143 for Carney Catholic. And, again, if it wasn't Sutton, then it's been – years ago against either Adam Central or St. Cecilia. Eight first downs. The, one of the keys is Carney Catholic did not turn it over. They did have six penalties for 50 yards. They punted it five times. Uh, McBride hit a 51-yarder, but outside of that, he would have averaged about 33 on the other four. Yeah, yeah, and but uh, that 51-yarder was huge because that field position basically helped them get that last touchdown. And Carney scored, Carney Catholic scored in their last possessions of both the first and the second half. They scored 19 seconds to go before halftime, and then that 33-yard field goal with only 12 seconds to go. So they needed the entire 32-minute clock. Uh, for, what is the math here? 48-minute uh, yeah. clock to be able to get this done tonight. That's the quickest Buffalo County wrap-up that we've had on scoring. Uh, everything that uh, you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. New West Sports Medicine post-game show. We'll wrap things up from Mark Russell Field and Bo. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. 
The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. And welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. I've been wrapped into a Randy Bushcutter postgame. But uh, <laughs> 9-6 Kearney Catholic next week, Adams Central. Uh, and that's on paper would have been bigger than tonight. So I don't know. That's a rematch of last year's state semifinal. Yeah, they have they have struggled a little bit more. I, I, I don't know. We haven't seen Broken – I have not seen Adam Central yet. I have seen Broken Bow, obviously, here tonight. That defensive and offensive line for Broken Bow, I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think that Adam Central is going to be tougher than that, maybe as tough. I can, I can wrap my mind around that idea. But uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. The, Carney Catholic – was put under pressure tonight, and and when you do that, you kind of find out where are the seams, where where are the leaks, what are the things we need to fix up. So I really feel like this is a game that is going to help them down the road, and it's also going to help them in terms of wild card points because Broken Bow is going to win a lot of football games. Unofficially, I uh, had forty nine plays run by Broken Bow, and a few of those were on fourth down. Carney Catholic didn't really do that; they ran forty three plays. So if you do have eighty two plays in the game, seventy five of them were. Not much. Yeah, three, maybe five yards. Maybe. You had a couple of big plays on each side and the field goal. Yeah. And, uh, again, that big kickoff return in this uh, after Broken Bow was able to tie it, you get the ball at midfield. That just makes things a whole lot easier. It, may, it changes the entire clock management. Uh, that, that was huge. And then they were able to uh, uh, work their way past a penalty on that drive. And there's just all sorts of little things that Carney Catholic was able to do that in years past they may not have been able to get done. And then this might be a game that uh, uh, sneaks up and gets them. I mean, there was a lot of games against, say, Gothenburg, where Carney Catholic wasn't able to finish the deal, but they were able to do it tonight. All right, Carney High is at Columbus tomorrow. Carney Catholic, Adam Central will be on ESPN Radio next Friday. Randy and Don will have the call of that contest. Uh, tomorrow night we've got a battle of unbeatens here on Power 99 from Arcadia. Arcadia Loop City will host Burwell. Holdridge Minden on the Breeze, 94.5. York Hastings on KHAS. Adams Central, Central City uh, will be on ESPN and Hastings. And then we've got an afternoon game on ESPN, 92.1 and 1460 AM. 2.30 pregame kickoff from Pleasanton at 3 o'clock as they take on South Loop. And with uh, neither Carney High football to Carney or Carney Catholic play tomorrow, UNK Volleyball, number 10, hosting number 13, Northwest Missouri State. That's uh, tomorrow night at 6. The Lopers go to Fort Hayes State. It just doesn't get any easier. Saturday night at 7, uh, Huskers Volleyball against Michigan tomorrow. Hastings College has volleyball tomorrow after knocking off number 10, College of St. Mary, uh, last night. So uh, a lot going on. And uh, we will keep you informed. And tomorrow, hey, we're going to go up to Birdies and Brews for uh, the Doug and Daddy show. They got their grand opening. So we're looking forward to that. Steve Fiziak from the Royals Radio Network kind of recap their season. We'll talk Northwestern football with Louis Vicaire. That doesn't sound like a bad uh, bad way to spend a little bit of time, you know, tomorrow. I spent a little time at an establishment here in town and <laughs> got uh, got a souvenir to take home, shall I say. 
I'll just keep it at that. For Randy Bushcutter, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for listening. Carney Catholic's Max McBride hits a 33-yard field goal with 12 seconds to go after Broken Bow had tied the game with 3.54 to go on fourth and goal. Austin Harvey took it in. And the final score, Carney Catholic 9, Broken Bow 6. You've been listening to high school football on Power 99. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.